Josh's Instagram. Welcome to the Lord Daddy Show. Come on, where's that energy? Come on, bring he's, that energy he's up. Back. He's bring that back. energy up. What up, guys? It's, what up, YouTube? It is the Horror Daddy Show. There we go. I am one of your hosts, the Horror Daddy himself, Carlos. And I'm your film daddy, John. And as you see, we have a special guest today. We do. Uh, he is one half of the Frightful Failures podcast. And this episode is brought to you by the one and only Brain Buster Videos, who is the owner manager right hey, here. Hey, I'm going to jail. <laughs> You've seen his work from our VHS that we always post about, mm-hmm. and honestly, does amazing work. So, Thank yes, you. We Thank love you. your work. It has an amazing podcast voice. So, be yeah. ready for a great episode. <laughs> oh, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm uh, Zach Romero. As these two handsome fellows have said, yes, I own Brainbuster Video. This is sponsored content. I'm a sellout, and uh, <laughs> also, yeah, co-host of Frightful Failures. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be on the show and thrilled so to excited. revisit a movie that I took a big shit on 10 years ago. <laughs> and I'm excited to see what we can get out of this. Yeah, maybe take sure. a big shit on it again. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. So what movie did we watch today? So today we watched another false advertisement of a bride. <laughs> bride of Reanimator. But it doesn't hit as well. No. It's not the same. So, Bride of Reanimator uh, from 1991, directed by Brian Usna, who produced Reanimator, mm-hmm. and written by Zeph, E. Daniel, and Brian Usna as well. So, first thoughts, everyone. <sighs> Do you want to go first, Zach? Sure, sure. Um, so, you can put the mic closer if you oh, want to, if whatever feels I'm, I was just say, I'm going to be real loud, <laughs> so I'm sure you're going to pick it up no matter what. Um, so, this film, um, I had a lot of questions about this going in because we all love the original reanimator so much. Yeah. Yep. It's um, definitely one of our favorites. I mean, and it's very weird because since then we actually talked about this, I actually prepped for this show. I read, listened to the audiobook of the original reanimator short by HP mm-hmm. Lovecraft, mm-hmm. read by Jeffrey Combs. Um, Daddy. Yes. <laughs> so it was really interesting watching the sequel because of how much they take from the original novella that wasn't there in the first one mm-hmm. and how much that does not really come to any real fruition. No, like, unfortunately. So in the first, in the first reanimator film, they basically just take the characters It's basically yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's the characters and like the gimmick of a headless guy still being alive. Yeah. Okay. And then everything else is just whatever the fuck they were coming up with mm-hmm. in this. The setting is definitely uh, from the, the, the novella, the them being in the war for minutes from the novella, um, basically the ending, ending like the very, very, very end is from the novella, and it just doesn't feel necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there are still great performances in this. I will oh, say, hell yeah. Um, there are some creature effects that are actually really interesting oh, yeah, in yeah. this. Um, but overall, for being something that was, you know, you would assume completely just made up, like they're just making shit up. There was no Bride of Reanimator book originally or anything like that Mm -hmm. it feels very sort of all over the place and doesn't really have as tight a focus as the first one does yeah Mm -hmm. so i would say this one's a mixed bag we know it gets worse as the sequels go on but i say this is still mostly just mixed yeah Yeah. i would if you have a tier list would it just be one two three (laughs) um mm, it would be one porno parody Repenetrator. Musical, oh. stage musical, directed by Stuart Gordon. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Then 2 3. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say that this, this movie's um, like uh, tier list, it literally goes one, two, and three. Yeah. I don't, I don't see anyone putting 
any of the other ones first. What confuses me is that this movie has like a giant following. Like I've seen a lot of people being like, "This is like, like the, the brightest, better one." Yeah, and I was like, "Um, excuse me." And a lot of like, I, I've seen a lot of the fan base being like, "Like it was a step up," and a lot of the memory, like it just has a huge fan base. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if something's wrong with me. Like I don't get it. <laughs> um, in, a, in a case like that, I would say, looking at it from a marketing standpoint, I think it's because the look and the effect of the bride. At yeah, the end, that's true. Is so interesting. Mm-hmm. That, that's true. That easily, like, I could picture that as like, oh, you could make a T-shirt of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the first one, other than Herbert, there's not really a ton. Like maybe Doctor West or Doctor Hill. Doctor Hill. Like, yeah. There's not really a ton of like super iconic stuff that could easily be marketable. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. Whereas there's. With, yeah. I see that. Whereas with uh, maybe the dead cat, but again, who's wearing a dead cat T-shirt? True. Mm-hmm. Like whereas Bride, you can really, you could build a lot off of the look of the bride which very uh, that's what they did with the universal one yeah. back in the 30s like yeah. it was just everywhere just like that is so iconic even mm-hmm. though she doesn't appear much in her movie mm-hmm. same kind of philosophy i think okay it's just an updating and that makes that. sense i can you know, i can see yeah that. now that he says that i feel like the first one is probably more quotable 100%. and this one is oh, yeah. more has more images exactly 100 yes. because mm-hmm. the special effects because back i mean there was not i mean the the hill scene with barbara crampton was like the more visual but again movie. you can't put that on a t-shirt exactly and even the intestines attacking herbert but it's like where's it's just intestines yeah. or even like you think about like the zombies mm-hmm. so you think of like return of the living dead or short of the dead like yeah. you the, they have a look to them that you could put on a t-shirt which yeah. kind of tie this all to that because it's something tangible Let's say you were going to put like, no, I'm going to put all the reanimated creatures in the first movie on a t-shirt. <laughs> a lot of assholes and dick and balls yep. on that same yep. t-shirt. Like, yep. Because they look interesting and they're all like weird color and they got yeah. like interesting makeup effects, but it's not as, it's, it's not just Cenobites. Exactly. It's not something yeah. that's super iconic it, right off mm-hmm. the bat. That's true. Whereas the bride is, it, but that doesn't necessarily mean we have anything to do with her as a character. It's that's just very like, true. I guess that's fair. That's, yeah. a, that's fair, a fair... Fair statement. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree. I don't think that's like... I still think the first one is, uh, is an absolute icon from start to finish. For sure. Mm-hmm. But I understand if there were people who were like, actually, the second one's my favorite. I'd be like, ah, okay, yeah. fine. Like the, it, it just looks better. It looks can, way better. And like I you understand. said, you can, make, yeah. you can draw more out of the that. second one. Than more the, visually. More least. visually, like you, yeah. I agree with you. I think the first one is way more quotable. Where the first one, you can put on a shirt, Cat Dead Details Later, and it sells. Yep. Especially if people true. haven't seen Reanimator yeah, yeah. Like, and think it's some weird cat thing. And they're like, that's so funny. Because that's actually happened. Yeah. Carlos. What do you think? So, oh, so okay. I guess it's my turn. Hi, everyone. <laughs> um, again, it, I feel like it's a, it's it feels slower than the first one, a lot slower, especially towards the middle where mm-hmm. we're introduced to Francesca again, and I don't care for Francesca. We'll get where, into that. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Where in the first one, it's kind of like we meet Barbara, or you know, my Meg. God, I love her. Sorry, you said Barbara, so I loved her. <laughs> Hi, Barbara. <laughs> we meet Meg, we meet Dan, and then Herbert comes in. He's his roommate, and I feel like after that, we're in the third act, and everything just goes. Yeah, shit it is like it, then in the third like, act, it was like fuck it. <laughs> yeah, but here's I don't know. Everything just feels random. The lieutenant just feels random. Yeah, it's like oh, he had a wife. Where is this coming from now? In the fucking almost end of the movie, well, that he had a wife. And not only that though, but they're you're balancing that. Like we have the get out of jail free card mm-hmm. of we're retconning the ending of the first movie by just saying they ran away for eight months. That's true. 10,000 miles away. And then they come back 
And we've picked up as though the massacre of the last movie just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if it's been almost a year and this lieutenant's like, I'm still on the case when everyone else has decided this is that done. They mm-hmm. it. They're not going to let you just do that as a cop. Like, yeah. you can't just be like, I know I'm on, like, you know, whatever patrol duty, but I'm going to stalk these two doctors. Like, yep. they're, they're, come on. Yeah. And the it, fact that so they're true. able to work there. Again, yeah. after what hey, happened. Don't worry about what happened. We oh, ducked yeah. down for eight months. All those we're people back, that back. you killed. Yeah. We're back, like, we're back. It's okay. <laughs> with the same That's, names. We didn't even come up with different names yeah. or disguises. Like, whatever. I f- I, the thing is, I feel like there were too many villains in this movie, and they didn't know which villain to go with. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Even though maybe Hill could have just... Just been died. the Hill and Dark... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or just leave have, it to I the end. I have a thought I want to talk about that. But, okay. But finish your thoughts on, on the movie overall, and then we'll... Oh, I think that's it. Okay. It's not as great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the same thing with me. I think this is definitely, I think, story-wise and entertainment-wise, a step down from the first one. I don't, I wouldn't rewatch it, to be honest. Like, if it's there, then maybe I'll rewatch it. But the first one's one that I, I'm always in the mood for. Like, mm-hmm. I can always watch that and just have fun with it. And, yeah, it's just like, the third act happens, and it's just like a fucking mess. And it felt like they just writ themselves into a fucking corner and they didn't know what to do so they're like uh fuck it there's a box and this is what's gonna promote everything else that happens mm-hmm. so it, it, it's funny that you bring that up and I th- we'll, we'll go through the whole like plot right yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I feel like that's exactly the formula for this movie yeah. I feel like it was a situation where the writers director whomever we came up with ideas of like scenes yep mm-hmm. and we put all that down and then we were like We'll, we'll figure we'll figure out a way to get there. Yeah, yeah. And then it came to shooting time, and we didn't no, figure out a good way to get like, there. Oh, shit. Yep. Because there's a lot of moments that seem like, oh, okay, but the bridging to get there is either super ridiculous or skipped over entirely, yeah. mm-hmm. or is so like unbelievable. Like, why would anyone ever do that just to get to this point? Because well, we planned for this to be the thing. We planned yep. for Doctor Hill to be there at the end. Yeah, so, for sure. I don't know. <laughs> FedEx drops him off. I yeah, guess it's like he disappears, and then. W- when we have the lieutenant for that part and then the lieutenant disappears and now we're concentrating on Hill. Yeah. And it's like, just pick a villain and go with one. Yeah, I just felt like the director mm-hmm. did like just, like you said, wrote scenes. Everyone was like, okay, so, time. so what do we do? And the director's like, and I, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> but I it's know. like what you said. If I'm in the mood to watch Herbert West on screen, yeah. it's gonna go to the first one. And he has great moments in this movie. It's, it's still like, it still has great moments. It's just that, it's a fucking mess. <laughs> like, you know it's a disaster. The, the difference is, and I don't want to, to 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 blow this too early, is if you tell me we're watching Reanimator, I'm absolutely on board with that. Yeah. If you tell me here's a three minute compilation of all of Herbert's lines and some of the creature effects in Bride of Reanimator, then I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit down and watch the whole thing. Honestly, yeah. Reanimate Bride of Reanimator could have been thirty minutes, like Halloween two. <laughs> and it's just and it's yeah. just Dan and Herbert at bringing Meg to life I tr- Meg to life and she's the bride at the end yeah and it's an extended cut to the first movie yeah that's, that's true it. and it, it does feel like it's just like a DLC to the first movie like it's just like mm-hmm. is it really that needed not really but I do think and, and I, we can kind of like try to brainstorm like how would you fix this but um, I think either A you're right if we just went right from the first one and it's like they're somewhere else and they're trying to bring Meg back mm-hmm. or we drop that entirely and Dr. Hill because we've already established Herbert who's somehow magically surviving and Dan as characters mm-hmm. 
establish them well and their chemistry, you could drop them off anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me a story about Herbert and Dan are in another town now and Herbert's like, you know what? Had a little too much dip on my chip going right to humans, so instead, we're going to start with animals. Yeah. And now you're telling me reanimator veterinarian? Yeah. yeah. Let me see where this I w- goes. I would love Tell me to this see story. That. I feel like that's like kind of fucking creepy. Right. Because like, it's body like a pet horror. cemetery, but... Yep. Yep. Because body horror, it, I mean, it is its own thing. It freaks right. me out. But just seeing like the one animal that we see in this scene, yes, a dog dies. Or an like, iguana yeah. and a bat. I mean, yeah. And, and oh, everything. Okay. It, it, Peter, get, get Pete on the phone. <laughs> get Pete on the phone right now. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I was like, God damn it, Herbert. Don't touch the animals. Right. Yeah, but <laughs> Herbert don't give a fuck. Yeah. So you know what he says? Well, I don't give a fuck because I don't. <laughs> basically, yeah, that's his character motivation, basically. <laughs> Um, but it's I would like to see even like a combination of human and like pet, which he does kind of dabbles in, but just not enough for me right. to be different and like kind of shocking. But that's mm-hmm. my point is like I get the on paper draw of like, well, we have to continue what we've set up in the last one. Yeah. But you literally cleaned everything else out in the yeah. last one. Everyone dies except for Dan. So mm-hmm. if you're going to bring back Herbert, then OK, they can just be like a buddy cop mm-hmm. kind of movie. Yeah. But they just like, oh, Herbert can't stop put, bringing things back to life. Yeah. Like, you could tell that story anywhere. The, I think trying to bring in the elements from the book that weren't brought in the last time and at the same time trying to like connect the dots of weird things from the first movie mm-hmm. make this unclear and, yeah. and don't mm-hmm. give it a really good direction. Mm-hmm. Versus, you could have just told any story with these two characters. We yeah. already like them. Yeah, that's what everyone walks away from in the first movie. Is okay. I know Herbert West is kind of a sociopath, but mm-hmm. god damn it, he's so likable. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. likable as hell. Like it's just he has an attitude. He says it how it is, and you the real- ultimate opportunist. And yeah. Dan is along for the ride, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see these two succeed. I want to yeah. see them go somewhere and, and do well. Yep. So my first time after I saw the first one because I found it on Shutter, I discovered it Shutter, there. Please sponsor this podcast. Yes, please. Thank you. I watched it. I fell in love with it, and I'm so invested in the first movie, and then it ends with Meg screaming, and that scream, I don't know, it hit me in some type of way that I got up on the couch, and I'm like, I need to see the second movie. Yeah, It does. It got me super excited to see, because I knew there was a bright, it got me super excited when I heard her scream, because I was like, oh my god, I think the second one is her coming back. And then I see the second one, and it just drops down. We hill. finished the episode for Reanimator, which if you haven't seen, it's the audio only. But check it out, it's amazing. <laughs> it, but it, we literally like went and watched Bright of Reanimator, and we were like, "Oh, what is happening? That's it." Which, <laughs> which is so funny because clearly there, were, I don't believe there was any kind of plan for a second one when they were making probably the first, yeah because that ending clearly does not suggest so. Yeah, but I hundred percent agree. When Meg's blood, when Barbara Crampton hits that unbelievable scream queen scream at the end. Mm-hmm. You're hyped as shit to see like, where does this go? Yeah. Yep. And so had they just carried that and kept going, I think you would have had a much, or at least if you were going to explain it away somehow, uh, the serum doesn't work because pfft, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. But that's such hype at the end of that last yeah. one. Start that for this one. Not goddamn Dr. Hill floating around mm-hmm. still alive, but not alive. Cause Canonically, in the story, he's not alive yet. They have to bring him back I, again. I, but he has this little baby monologue. Mm-hmm. So weird. Which I get it again. I get it marketing wise. Yeah. Hey, that was super iconic. Hey, that's that was such a big deal. He almost went down on Barbara Crampton. We got to bring that back. Great, great, great. Mm-hmm. Different, different beginning. Different yeah. beginning because it just is so weird and off putting to be like, oh yeah, that does a thing from the first time. 
Yep. But it doesn't go anywhere. Like, yeah. it's, it doesn't start with him. Mm-hmm. Like, if the movie started from his point of view in the carnival and blah, 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 and he's still alive, even though he got smushed and whipped <laughs> against a wall. Yeah. Um, which is, so, that's the grossest thing. Yeah, that, every, uh, yeah, his head did get squished. They explain away, they're like, oh, you can see there's a little bruising on the skull here. No, but no, it, he gets yeah. oofed yeah. and then... Yeeted against the wall, and then there's so much shit left on the wall when it hits. That's one of the most gruesome parts of that movie, and it's just like an effect. They're just like, like, oh, "Oh." we filled it full of jello, we threw it against the wall. But it looks so gross when Mm. they. And then the security guard goes, well, fuck this, and walks away. I'm out. Which is the most realistic portrayal of a security guard in all of cinema. Yeah, I love that security guard. And just go away. Yeah, Yeah, I, I hate that it was also so tiny. And I'm like, this poor man, this man has been through a lot. And then also, it kind of got healed over time afterwards. It was like he was well, yeah, fine. Yeah, his head reinflated, and yeah. like, there was oh, a little like, bit oh. of bruising, and then he was like, slap some shit on my head. They should have just kept the lieutenant as the villain, and that would have been a bit better. Yeah, when mm-hmm. we go through the movie, I'll tell you also what I think. Well, let's go like, through the movie. So, okay, we're, okay. We're, we're, we're ready, right? We're, we're, we're ready? Yeah. yeah. All right, sweet. Want so, to start it off? Yeah, so we open with Dr. Hill's head basically calling West a bastard, and he's coming for his revenge he's on like, West. Yeah. Which, I, that's got to be, like, that's... Not an Easter egg per se, but that's like a that's like fan service, right? Is what that would be yeah, considered. I guess yeah. so. Because that's like you know the he was like the thing in the bastard. first one. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, ah, that's so funny. Yeah. Like I feel like that's sort of that because mm-hmm. they were like, oh, let's give the people what they want. Yeah. yeah but if it doesn't make sense. But do I it. feel like they sh- this whole this, they, they should have just take that shit out. This completely. movie feels like it has two openings and they didn't know which one to go yep. with and they went with both. You're absolutely right. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So, so what happens after? Dr. So Hill after shows up? that, we open on Peru, South America. Uh, eight months later, ten thousand miles away from Arkham, Massachusetts. So specific. Where it's like, <laughs> do we need to read that? Like, I get it. They're in another country. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, they're in that war. I don't like, need I to see just, how but, far away they are. I get they're in yeah, Peru, and I get it's I, been eight months later. It's like. like words i'm like i don't give a fuck i kind of got that from just yeah there, there definitely was a feeling of yeah no shit like when it was like <laughs> peru's by the way far away from massachusetts in case oh, you didn't know shit. oh i thought they were neighbors i fuck. thought you okay. meant peru, peru americans don't know geography yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> a long distance away yeah. thank you movie. thank you it. um so this is when we see herbert Her- herbert west i was gonna say herbert and west you forget daddy's one i sorry i'm just thinking of dan herbert <laughs> and daniel and they're working on injured soldiers. Wes is basically working with a serum. Do you think a lot of shit going on? Do you think Herbert wasn't? He's like trying the least amount of possible like force to like save these people, and Hell he's yeah. just like killing them. Like, oh, he died. He literally pulls. What was it that guy had? He pulled something. Shrapnel, out. I think. It was yeah. yeah he just pulled it. Because yeah. he's like, if I pull, he's gonna die, and I'm gonna just inject him with the serum. Well, he pulled, and Dan's like, "Are you sure about that?" He's like, "Yeah," because. Starts doing it. <laughs> okay, like, okay. <laughs> but I just think in my head, he's like, I'm just gonna kill him. Well, here's Francesco walks in and Herbert just shoots someone in the face. Oh, it's yeah. like, With, okay. So Francesco's like, I guess a freedom fighter. They're yeah. they're stationed in Peru yeah. during some kind of military conflict, and so Dan and Herbert are like medical doctors out there, like yeah. patching people up. Mm-hmm. Which, as a quick aside, what we already talked about, could have just had the movie be there. Yeah, that's it. Show that's me. All we need. Herbert and Dan in the army. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, Honestly, that would have been more interesting. Maybe the colonel figures out what they're doing. Yeah. And yeah. instead of being like, her, 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 he's like, we oh, got to figure this out. True. More like, soldiers. This is big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now what do you do when you've got the military complex? Like, 
pushing you forward and Dan's got concerns like, hey, I thought we were just trying to help people. Now we're just making killing that's, machines. That's what good. the fuck? And Herbert's like, hey, whatever's getting me to the finish line. It's all I care about. Yep. Totally going to make that a movie. I would absolutely watch that movie yep. of just these two in that's the army. True. And now where the fuck do we go from here? We call it Beyond Reanimator. There you go. Which is the third one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> trash. But that shit in the trash. Um, so I guess the other soldiers are getting real, real close to them. So the tent is going down. Right. They need to get out of there. So right. Dan gets injured. He saves Wes, his boyfriend, from uh, another soldier. Uh, Wes figures out that reptile blood has like some type of stuff in it that makes the serum better. In which I'm so okay. he takes the iguana with him. Yeah, which I'm fine it's with. Like, like okay, fine, okay, but TSA. I mean, was, that wasn't a customs thing. Customs right? is gonna be a little tough. Okay. Yeah, but I get like it's my emotional but, support iguana. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> well, like I understand that. Like I want the the progression of the serum. Like it can't just stay the same as the first movie. No, and that's fine. And, and I like that idea. And I think. They just didn't do enough of it. But I my, feel. but I agree with him. They should have just stayed in Peru. Right, iguanas yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like because like I guess that's the justification is like, well, they're there. Well, they're there's there. a shitload there, and so he's kind of figured it out. I feel like, like so, they're like, how we get Wes and iguana? Right. Yeah. Oh, let's send them to Peru. Well, and so that's a great point because, yeah. again, if we were gonna live in this like war thing, which is interesting. Um, can you reanimate a hand that can still shoot a gun and there's no soldier attached? Like, there's yeah. a lot of weird shit you could do with this. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm totally fine living here. But it's just used as an excuse to, like, get them out of to get, why are they not in jail? Yep. That's all it serves. Yeah. And for why no are they purpose, not in jail? because then they just go right They go right, right home! They and go it's right like, home! So it's what? like, hey, my time of leave is off. I'm back. Yeah. Ready to work again. And I got my iguana, so... Yeah. So I'm I good. get... Is the... Is the justification of Dan getting injured the reason why they go home? Is that why yes. they get out? Because otherwise, he's like, like Dan going with yeah. the mobile unit. Dan, yeah. you're going to be fine. Let's go home. But I guess that's why. Because I was like, mm-hmm. why did Dan get injured? And then they never bring it up again. He's not even yeah. like, oh, oh yeah. not I got an upset tummy. Because, you know, remember I got stabbed? Like, nothing. He's shirtless. There's no scar. There's no scar. I was looking at that's that six true. pack. I was looking at that six pack. <laughs> There's no scar. Well, the funny part is also that Herbert West was definitely like he gets stabbed. And he's like immediately. Wah! He did rip that open. He like, ripped he's that like, shirt open pretty dramatically. I just love if he gave him a little tap. Like you good. He well he ripped it open. The first take was you fine. I mean you're gonna be fine. Uh, you know uh, Herbert stitched him up and did everything yeah. himself. He's like uh, Herbert, yeah, you did a great job. Did my pants have to be off during the operation? It's a it's a surgical thing, Dan. You know how this works. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so, they, so they go to Peru yeah. and I mean they come back yep yeah. that's it and that's all we get from but Peru. don't forget the credits that don't hit the same as uh, the first one so let's talk about that for a second so yeah Dan so, gets injured and they're like yeah. hey we're going home fuck this mm-hmm. whole set we're going home then we go into the which in the first movie the song goes with the scene and then the minute he says I gave him life it cuts mm-hmm. to that song and it's like mm-hmm. so high it, too and that's oh another reason why the first movie just hit me right off the start then this one, we get Dr. Hill. No one gives a fuck. We cut to the scene. The song kind of starts, but there's so much going on that you're not really listening to the music. Shit, yeah. It stops for a second, and then we wait for Herbert to say whatever he says to the, oh, we're going home, and then it starts. But that, and I get the premise of like, oh, here we go uh, again, yeah. as like the lead-in. Yeah. But, Is that San Andreas meme? Like, <laughs> right, here we exactly, go again. Exactly. <laughs> but, 
But that line just doesn't hit the same. No. no. Because, again, you're the perfect example of this. You watch the first movie. You don't maybe not have, like, a great concept of, like, what the fucking movie even is. Mm-hmm. You watch it, and you're like, oh, and Dr. Gruber fucking his eyes explode. Well, that's the yeah. thing. That happens. And, and you're, you're like, like oh, my God, what like, is this movie? Whoa, 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 what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then the line that hits you is, you killed him. No, I didn't. I gave him life. Yes. Bom, bom, bom. And uh. as an audience member, you're like, what the fuck am I even watching? Yep. What does that mean? Yep. Yep. Like, you leave it open-ended, like, what the fuck? And now, boom, we got you. We and got your money. We got yeah, your money. That's how you open a movie. You need mm-hmm. to have an opening where it's going to catch you and just keep you there and interested throughout the whole movie. I'm not going to lie. His monologue later at the end oh, could have been money. perfect here. Money. Yeah, at the beginning. Absolute money. This it is been my creation, and yeah. it opens. Yeah. yeah. That's a gr- but how do you mm-hmm. make that make sense? Because that is, that is the closest yep. we get to that. Yeah. Yep. And it, I guess it's also like, this opening scene is really fucking long for an o- a cold opening. I think the beginning of the first one is nice and short, where True. it's just it's just you hear screaming, people freaking out. This one guy trying to like it looks like he's trying to save one guy, but in reality, it's like the opposite. It's like he just killed this guy. Well, we don't <laughs> and, know. Oh yeah, <laughs> or it's part of or, an experiment. Either way, yeah. it's gone. It's gone sideways. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not how this is supposed to be going? Exactly. So it's like it's kind of nice, short and sweet, and it's like it catches you with then the theme song, and then it keeps you throughout the whole movie. This one is just like. They're talking, and then they're like, oh, something about the fucking iguana, and then this happens, and then this guy gets shot, and like, it in in it kind of feels like it's a lot happening, but at the same time, it's nothing interesting. Well, it's just people getting shot. I, I feel like it's what I said. There's two openings, and it doesn't work. Yep. Well, it, there's a lot happening, technically, because there's explosions yeah. and mm-hmm. shit, but nothing but what is the purpose of this scene? Mm-hmm. They're not in jail. That's, That's it. it. Mm-hmm. So how about this? Here's my pitch. You ready for this? Yes. So the movie starts. We're already in Peru. Okay. And it's some kind of military conflict, and you're just just stacks of bodies. Like, this is a disaster. Whatever the fuck this is. Question. Will it have text that tells me where and how far? It just says Peru. It just says Peru. How am I supposed to know? Wartime whatever. Where is Peru? <laughs> It'll have a little map on the, on the subtitles. It'll be like, I wanted right to zoom out of Massachusetts and go back into Peru. <laughs> yeah, it's like Google Maps. And then it goes to Peru. Um, so it's war-torn, and you see people panicked, and there's like some surgeon in there, and he's all bloodied up, and he's like trying to patch someone together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, we need some goddamn help in here. And you hear a chopper coming in. And it's like, oh, we got reinforcements, reinforcements. They sent someone from the States. Like, what? And then fucking tent opens up, explosion. In walks Jeffrey Combs and Bruce Abbott. And they're like, oh, some kind of line. Like, oh, you know, the the death stops here. Something like that. And then, boom, you hit the new theme song. And now you're like, oh, my God. What the fuck? What a Ben. Right, because then it's like you've got this whole new atmosphere, and then you get that same. Because you can't just keep recreating the same like yeah, oh, he's leaning course. over someone else whose eyes have exploded. <laughs> yeah. But you hit the same mark of like Herbert needs to come in, some shit needs to go down. You hit the theme, and now you can jump to whatever we got to be at. Yeah, and because in the first one we I start in that. Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Theme hits, and now we're in Massachusetts. Yeah. And now we're going to get reintroduced to Herbert officially. Yeah. yeah, and that also, like, gives you the idea where it's like, oh, I'm watching Reanimator, right? Opens, and it's like, is this Private Ryan? Right. Like, second yeah. Private Ryan, what's happening? And, and you then- can get real gory with that opening, and mm-hmm. you can get real ugly with it. Show yeah. me the horrors of war. Yeah. And then suddenly Herbert West comes in, and then you're off, you're, you're off balance because you're like, well, is Herbert still kind of a villain in this? Or have we figured this shit out enough mm-hmm. that he's actually going to be able to help? Mm-hmm. 
and then we get into whatever the fuck. I feel like aesthetically would be so sick if they like pan to the the opening and then you in silhouette you see Herbert and he has the vial on his hand. It's just shining green. Also, oh my god! Picture the fucking like VHS cover for this like Saving Private Ryan reanimator sequel we've made, mm-hmm. and imagine like the like it's Dan and it's Francesca and whatever other characters we've made up for this. And they all have like splattered blood from combat and oh. Herbert standing right in the center and it's green on him. Oh, that's, that's good. Like that's, that's a good money. one. That is good, yeah. man. If on, we should remake have another, it, let's I, remake yeah, I do, it. I do okay. have another suggestion though. Okay. 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 A little, maybe the floor's more. Open. The floor's <laughs> open. Thank you, thank you. What if they do go to jail? Okay. The second one just takes place in jail. Okay. But then the third one is when they escape and they end up in Peru because they had to get away from the states. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. And now, and now there are doctors at war. Yeah, that makes more because sense because you guys have made it very clear your thoughts about Halloween too. Yeah. So <laughs> the concept of picking up exactly where the first one started, but it's in a jail instead of a hospital, very interesting. Yeah, very interesting to see like how do we get out of this. Um, if you can't tell a compelling story for some reason, you feel like, well, Dan wouldn't survive in jail. <laughs> like, you know, maybe this is where they split. Maybe Dan ooh, flips ooh. on Herbert mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and That's goes true. like, it's this motherfucker who did this yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, but it would be interesting since we hear Meg scream at the end where somehow fucking Dan did it himself. Right. But, and Herbert didn't do it. She's alive and she's acting perfectly normal. And she's the one that breaks him out because she has the serum. Oh shit. Because That's she's, a, she's actually, uh, able to be yeah, yeah. normal because Dan like, was uh, the one that figured it out for some fucking weird reason. He got indoctrinated or something like that. He did it right. He defibrillates her or whatever that knocks her back to normal or whatever mm-hmm. and that's when the cops bust in. It's all getting pinned on Dan. Mm-hmm. They find Herbert somehow magically alive from intestines grabbing him. Yep. Uh, that's interesting. That's they're in prison shit. and maybe shit is getting goes south real fast. Yep. Maybe like maybe she sneaks the serum into for him and exa- keeps it in jail. Something like that. And she's like, or we're if, gonna get you out of this. Bend over, Dan. If shit's getting, <laughs> if shit's getting like worse and worse and worse, and it's like they're going on death row or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's like, well, how the fuck are they gonna get out of this? And then suddenly, unbelievably, the only eyewitness alive, Meg Halsey shows up, provides testimony, busts them out, and now we're on the run. But yeah. I want her to be a badass, like. How Jennifer Tilly turns into Tiffany in Cito Chucky and she turns completely 180. Now she's like yes. this bad bitch. That's what I want from Meg. I can look at that. She was the nice girl, and now with that serum, she just she's evil. All yeah, black. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Literally, you can't kill me. Like, <laughs> yep. That's what this movie suggests. Yeah, literally. Reanimated. This movie could have went so many better ways, and no. Yeah. Yeah. Let's we talk get about fr- how it actually went. It actually went uh, in a yeah, so we get Francesca. reality. So we went to Peru. We met Francesca, who's a freedom fighter, mm-hmm. and is the lady who plays a lot of vagina in Austin Powers. And I was the only <laughs> one who found that entertaining. I said it like 75 times when yeah. we were watching, and neither of you guys no, reacted at all. Like, you were huh? like, yeah, we're now Zach. I'm like, I know that's her, though. <laughs> it's her, though. In that movie role, that's funny. She's more interesting in that movie. That's uh, probably why. Although you get to see more skin of hers in this Ooh. than you do in Austin Powers. That's powers, true. Which is interesting. That is true. That's actually really interesting. What yeah. the fuck? I never seen it. You never seen Austin Powers? Like at all? Maybe I have. That's the with the little yeah, man. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. What I don't a way remember. To sum up those movies. <laughs> the one with the little man. You nailed yeah. it. <laughs> I remember Mini Me. That's all that matters. Okay. So we're at Massachusetts. Uh, we meet Gloria, who is Dan's new other crush. 
Which uh, is she's from Halloween Four. Oh, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Dan's a hoe. She survived from Halloween Four to get here. Now <laughs> she's well, got she's there because yeah. she's there because she got a fucking shotgun impaled in that's, her. They don't show it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Um, but as Dan is kind of like looking at her and kind of like you know mesmerizing over her. Herbert is not having it. He He's like, pissed. that's my man. Why are you looking at hair like that? <laughs> I was going to say, there should be a supporting actor award given to the stink eye that Herbert gives various yes. characters in this movie. Yes. Like, holy shit. Yeah. And I love it. And that's it's me. always Dan's <laughs> love interest. Yeah. All the time. I have one question. So who is gay? That <laughs> <laughs> is the real question. Because I had questions throughout the whole thing. So obviously this movie has gay. Very, very clear gay undertones. Yeah. And I'm here for that. And that's right. probably why I love Reanimator, because I know that Herbert deep inside is in love with Dan. Yeah. And I'm here for that. Because and Dan deep inside is in love with Herbert, but he is too macho to admit it to himself. Yeah. So yeah. he's like trying to sleep with mm-hmm. as many women as possible right. to convince himself that he is not. But gay. he always goes back to Herbert. Yeah. Well, and, and, and Herbert is, manipulates him. There is, <laughs> yes. There is. I feel like there's absolute truth to that because Herbert West could find any, like, if Dan dies, okay. He can do it himself. Right. Or if he, for some reason, super needs an assistant. It's not like Herbert's against killing. Like, he's already m- killed multiple people, animals, animals. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like he's like, well, clearly just killing somebody randomly is just out of the question. No, if he didn't give a shit about Dan. He will snap everybody. He would be neck. like, hey, yeah. we figured out the serum. Great. You're fucking dead, by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah. This secret stays with me. He it's, doesn't need Dan. He doesn't. he doesn't need him. But he needs it. He needs Dan. Well, here. he needs Dan in here, he but he re- reality. Maybe in here. If he didn't, if he didn't love Dan, he didn't need him. So who is gay? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, is the question. that is the question. Those are my two favorite uh, gay couple, and you can't tell me otherwise. And we had a debate throughout this entire movie. Oh my god! So I'm we, so glad we, we didn't do it? a commentary track because <laughs> oh, yeah. holy shit! So should we mention it? I don't. I mean, I'll the say it. Debate? I'll say it so we don't get canceled. Yeah. Let the gay guy say it. Um. <laughs> I who's the gay who's who's the gay who's the, <laughs> the, my favorite me. show of it's all me. time it's me who's the gay it's so me gay. it's me obviously who's the bottom and who's the top in the Dan and Herbert relationship let us know in the comments that's below that's true yeah. yes that's what we think, need to find out who do you think is top or bottom or right. are they both verse they just take turns on each other I don't, <laughs> I don't know. think so well I, I think I think Herbert is top Dan is bottom that's it I have my arguments I think. Dan is too macho, and he's like, but I'll bottom because that's what I want. I want someone to dominate me. Honestly, and Herbert has a fucking attitude throughout the whole I movie. I can see that, but then the way Herbert has an attitude is very... Very bratty. Very, you know. Yeah, it's like a bottom. Yeah. <laughs> my theory, my theory on this, my TED Talk, is I think Herbert is a power bottom because... Because... <laughs> We're going subgenre? Yes, because... <laughs> He is too selfish yeah. to, like, throw it at Dan. Okay. But very demanding. That's true. So if you told me that Herbert was like, no, Dan, not like that, like this, I would believe it. And Dan is a pleaser. I know a few. Dan is a pleaser. <laughs> so he would be like, okay, yeah, whatever you want. But he's macho enough that as long as, like, I don't know how hairy Herbert's legs and ass are, but as long as they're smooth enough, he'll be like... Uh, I'll, I'll keep whatever. close it's my fine. eyes. Oh my god! It is, but okay. This is the shit I think about when we're watching movies. Exactly. I look at Dan, and I, I feel like he he closes his eyes and just it's it's Barbara Crampton. It's yeah. it's Meg. It's Meg. That's and then he hears Herbert's voice being like Dan a little faster. Right. And he's like, shut up. 
pervert. <laughs> Don't ruin this for right. me. <laughs> right. I mean, the movie was purposely made for them to be. But yeah, th- even to have very gay. So even in the first movie, if you it's take like, it's nothing there. else away from this episode. Take away that Herbert West is a power bottom. That's what yeah. you need to take I, away from this I, episode. I, I, can't I will say that. I do love in the first one where Herbert Meg comes in, he goes, that bitch. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's been wanting to say it in this movie. He just yes, the whole time. never did. Yeah, they, That's the thing that should have upped the ante. He should have been like, these bitches. Like, <laughs> just double. Yeah, exactly. Double it every time. Right. So we meet Dr. Graves, who yes. gets a visit from Lieutenant Leslie Chapman. Which he has such a fucking... Ugh, he's like... Ugh. Lieutenant, here's because thing. he's like, hey, I'm not Doctor Loomis, I'm Doctor, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. Lieutenant Leslie. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, it's like Zach. I'm just said. dressed he's, like Doctor. He's Loomis. cosplaying him. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely cosplaying Doctor Loomis. But <laughs> here's the thing: I don't know which actor I want to punch more. I know the that. lieutenant or Doctor Graves. Both. He in that first scene, like Doctor Graves, kind of evens out towards the end, mm-hmm. like when he's like being tormented. Yeah. Like, it works out towards the end. Yeah. yeah. But in that beginning scene, he is so fucking over the top. He's so melodramatic about everything. I love that he's like, this is my work. And I'm like, yo, why, what are you looking at? Like, why is it, he doing all this? I, I don't... Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's so much, like... Yeah, he literally goes like, yes, I'm the lead of pathology here. And then goes... <laughs> and like, I was like, we left that in. Yeah, like who? Did? Okay, there's a they few. There's a, there's a few lines that are weird in here. Like Dan later on when he goes, "She's alive." It's like, yeah, <laughs> Dan, we see which it. Which is so odd. Yeah, that just comes out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. There are certain things like we talked about before we recorded. There are definitely deleted scenes in the first one, and there's I know a couple of deleted scenes in this one. Um. But there are just moments where it just feels like we missed a line. Like, yeah. we just skipped over something. Like, what? Mm-hmm. And it's true. It does feel... I mean, the whole movie feels like something's missing. <laughs> like, a lot Direction, of it is missing. Direction. and Stuart good, Gordon as a director. A proper script. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but he's there basically to question him about the fucking massacre that happened eight months ago. Yeah, and even Dr. Graves is like, that case is closed. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Lieutenant's like, well, that's my only character motivation, so I don't have to tell you. <laughs> well, my script says I need to <laughs> yeah, give a fuck. Well, going, so, uh... it's, it's open because I found a head at a carnival, and it's Dr. Hill's head Yeah, um, that's magically okay again. Um, Go get a job at a sideshow. Yeah. yeah. So in the first one. What, I, what ca- a I, I caught that now after yeah. the third time watching this. Yeah. But... He has a freezer also full of all the body parts, which I don't know why they kept everything. I don't know. It's kind of justified it's, as like, oh, it's, it's weird evidence. That, it's evidence, yeah, yeah. but it's also weird that nothing is decaying. That's true. I think that's the motivation is that we there hasn't been any loss of tissue but or any sort of decay. Said, Did you have to keep everything? Yeah, I'll yeah, just like say, one why would you keep things. like a couple of things? Mm-hmm. If they're all, especially if they're all <laughs> showcasing the exact same effect. <laughs> there's like there's a, a body, body. There's a body. There's a body part here that bothers me. That why do you guys have that as a body part? Oh, really? Which one? Yes. We'll get there. Okay, because, oh, okay. I mean, later, there's, like, a, a woman, just a thick-ass woman. And she wasn't too, She and wasn't there before. No, and I'm like, no. why is she there? She and she also tossed. has a hospital gown. It's like, yeah, why Yeah, they is... toss her ass in there. It's, just, you know, like, it's, the, it's the catch-all pile. Whatever. Like, what that, the hell? That's the Michael Myers killing people and leaving them there. <laughs> I forgot that this is Halloween, it's too, a at the same week. time. It's a rough week. <laughs> at Miskatonic, it is a rough week. Yeah, we so, have a lot of headcanon in this movie. Herbert... Herbert later on goes to steal body parts. 
yeah. from this freezer. Because the whole thing that the lieutenant is there is because someone's also been taking parts from the freezer. Yeah, and they noticed that we don't one, know of, who. one of the and bodies... missing body parts from the hospital in general. Yeah, yeah, there was like a girl that had committed suicide, and she was a ballerina, whatever, and she's <laughs> missing her feet. And it's like, oh, this happens often? And they're like, I don't know. A lot of body parts have been going missing. And it's Which weird. We but already, they don't but, give a fuck about it either. Yeah, but low-key, we already know who's doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, but that's yeah. the thing, though. It's for that one specifically, it's like... So did she? Because the pathologist claims, oh, she killed. She was a dancer. She's a ballerina. She couldn't make it. She didn't get cast or whatever. And so she killed herself by cutting her own feet off and bleeding to death. And it's like, and it's what? like, okay, it sounds so and then, and then the lieutenant's Wait. like, well, where are the feet? And it's like, oh, well, we don't know where those. Well, went. and then they're like, okay, well, she could, she cut them off because she was probably chained up and fucking Jake's always like, hey, you got to cut your feet off so you can. <laughs> right, it's like. You didn't, you know, you were mean to your, like, uh, performance director, and yeah. so you didn't take life seriously. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> um, so, but, but the question is, is that what kicked it off for Herbert? Was he, like, was, like, her dead body there, and then her little feetsies were right next to it, and he was like, mm. oh, wait a goddamn minute. Or did she kill herself normally, and then he was like, dun, 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 just like cut I off think, her feet. I mean, well, those feet. And look- then the pathologist was like, "Oh, mm. she was in the movie Seven, I guess, with fucking Brad Pitt, and she cut her feet off because it's so ironic." Like, I don't know. I honestly think Herbert just butchered that shit because it does not look like she. I don't know. It just looks fresh. How would you even make it? Like yeah. you cut through the first one, which amazing bones don't aren't thick at all in this movie because oh, there's yeah. people getting no. macheted, and no. it's just. The whole limb is off. I'm like, it, the bone didn't even, no, res- no resistance. No, Herber, no. Just Her- in. Herbert's metal is made out of Wolverine's metal. Clearly. <laughs> <Clear. laughs> um, but yeah, so the lieutenant is on to some kind of case because yeah. there's parts missing mm-hmm. and seems pretty sus. Mm-hmm. So Herbert's here to steal a body part. We come to find out it's Meg's heart. This is what bothers me. Meg in the first movie was a whole woman. Nothing of hers was... Chopped up, cut up. So why do they just? Why she was cut up? I'm assuming. I mean, and they kept her heart. At this so, point, I don't fucking know. It's, so. just, it's just why Meg's heart, right? It's I think poetic. I get why they're I, doing it's poetic, it. like in a way. But, but like Meg wasn't chopped up though. Yeah. So I know for a fact that there is a deleted scene, which I assume was the opening of the movie originally, where we pick up right from the first movie, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, Barbara Crampton was. Uh, Barbara Crampton was not there. I'll do your job for you. I don't give a fuck. Uh, was not. She didn't show up. So they have some other like blonde woman. I was so interested. Uh, I was like the anticipation. <laughs> what is happening? So they have another blonde woman playing Meg. But we pick up right where the last one lives off. Dan injects her. She wakes up screaming, but like she kind of comes down for a minute, and we're seemingly okay. And then her heart gives out, and so Dan's holding her gotcha. in his arms, and her heart gave out. So I mean I can see maybe that maybe that's a, the explanation. I can see that in a morgue they do take out your insides. Maybe. But, but also uh, why? It could have been any heart. Right. Not just But Meg. I think the reason for it is they knew, well, if we don't tie this back into Meg somehow, what is keeping Dan involved? Yeah. Well, I would have liked more if Herbert's so cynical that it's a random yes. heart and he tells Dan it's Meg. Oh, well, that would be that fucked, fucked up. up. Mm-hmm. But I also like, think oh, hey, by the way. I do see it where it's like he wanted Meg. Megan's uh or Meg whatever uh his heart just because he knows Dan will definitely oh, be part yeah, of it. Yeah, that's the character like, motivation. He definitely absolutely. does. Mm-hmm. Aha! Uh-huh. And is and am I crazy? But does he get Dean Halsey's fingers? 
to I make the creature. Know. I don't know. Who fa- I don't know. Because when he picks the bag up, it says Halsey on it. Oh, but that's, his... but that's the heart, though, right? Or is it maybe? Not? It would make sense if it was the heart because he it picks... is. No, it is the heart. Okay, because he... it looked like figures because when then because then when he when he shows Dan the heart, it's 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 still wrapped up with the tag right, and everything. Right, right, right. It's yeah. the heart. I thought it was fingers because I thought it would be funny if we were retconning the issue of the first one. That Dean Halsey gets his fingers bitten off by oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but then oh, he has the fingers later on. Oh, that like, actually in the would be shot. interesting. So if that was like, oh, they found his fingers finally, <laughs> like that would be really funny to me. And then he's like, oh, I made this weird little like stop motion animation creature with it. That's funny. But the heart makes totally more sense. It mm-hmm. just looked like fingers for whatever reason. Yeah, he, he literally found it. And was like, I know how to get Dan to work with me. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Storyline wise, one hundred percent. That's exactly. And it also but makes sense. It's the, the bigger question of well, how do we get here? It also yeah. makes sense with the. Uh, the monster at the end, what she does with Dan. Like yeah, I think it's yeah. a very, it's a, yeah. a deeper message to that. Uh, um, you know, crazy enough. But. Well, I feel like that came from if you don't go that route, if you don't go, oh, it's Megan's heart. If you don't go that route with it, then it doesn't. What is your what is your justification? Yeah, mm-hmm. like ah, uh, Herbert, I don't know why making a woman. This seems really crazy. Like yeah, but Dan. You could fuck it. Like, that's, that's like, how it feels. Like, made you if you're not doing woman. that, mm-hmm. then that's kind of your only other justification. So I get why they were like, we got to make it more poetic than you can fuck yeah. it. We got to yep. do something other than that. <laughs> Which, yep. I mean, he kind of does some some weird shit later, but, you know, we get to that. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get to we'll that, because... <laughs> That it just I can't wait to talk about the third act because it's just a mess. Okay. So anyway, so he also sees that Doctor Hill's head is there. He's very surprised to see it. Um, he kind of taunts it a little bit. He doesn't know it's alive, but he does turn around at one point. It's like, huh? Well, I he thought goes, I heard uh, you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he chuckles away. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Which um, taking away points. If Herbert's gonna stand there and just shit talk this like dead thing. Go the extra mile. At least teabag it on the floor or something. Yeah, like, what's <laughs> up, bitch? Like, yeah. Oh, what do you fucking got now? Like, yeah. Like, you know. Hey, bitch. I, what's up, bitch? Suck my dick, bitch. That's basically it. <laughs> yeah. He slapped, I, it or, he slapped it with, like, the hand that I he would I would have stomped on it. Make well, sure I, I don't come back. I, I, I want to believe that there's, like, a first take. Because, yeah, he's, like, uh, when Herbert first sees it in storage, because the lieutenant brings it from the carnival, and he's, like, how did you get here? I really wish there was a first take. Like, how did you get here? You got smushed and you had Jello come out and slung against the wall. Herber how has, are you still in shape? Herbert has omnipotence, yeah, so like, he knows. He's like, wait, are we retconning like, everything? He oh, looks at the camera. Shit, you're he's still like, in one huh? piece. That doesn't fucking make sense. That's, oh, whatever. Yeah, that's the scary movie version parody. <laughs> right, yeah. You got slant. You got yeeted against a wall at full speed. Uh, I should be dead too, but here I am. Yeah, well. <laughs> How did you get here? Wait a minute. How did I get here? Fuck it. We're not going to ask questions. So, he just so we cut to Dan gets out of surgery with Gloria. She seems to be okay. Um, the nurse does ask him if the detective came to see him, which the detective never asked for Dan. So we didn't we didn't know that he even was looking Gave for shit. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, so he knows who they are. Uh, we cut to Dan comes home. Honey, I'm home. He finds his wife, Herbert, down in the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's experimenting. Well, he comes out of the wall. Yeah. And they play oh, yeah. with this three times, and we do not know what's going on behind that wall, and he does not tell Dan either. He's like, oh, it's just stuff back there. We're all connected to a cemetery. Well, he does mention the cemetery, and when mm-hmm. they cut really quickly to it, and it's like this giant fucking castle thing, it's and a I'm tomb. like, Jesus, what the fuck is in so, there, Dracula? Yeah, like, basically. They live the original <laughs> twist. Yeah, they live in an old mortuary house. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's like been... the caretaker house mm-hmm. of like the, the cemetery, which is from the book. Yeah. But, and again, the whole wall thing is from the book. Yeah, but 
they don't not go the, needed yeah. here. No, it's not needed. Like it really, it, it you could have completely taken that like out, I said, and it wouldn't fucking matter. Too many villains. Yeah, this isn't Spider-Man: No Way Home. <laughs> um, so he does uh, put the wardrobe in front of it. And he just said it's for security. So he's teasing that there's something back there that we're gonna get to later on. Um, this is when he murders an iguana. He uses the serum. He, it, okay, he turns it into a toy, yeah, so it doesn't toy, matter. Clearly, yeah, yeah, so it's fine. But he suffocates it with a chemical that he came up with that stimulates a heart attack. Right. So it's more fresh, and it's not the body's not like uh, yeah, bruised up no, or no, like shoot no it. So like, no, oh, yeah, now it's yeah. killed, and we can reanimate it. Because I was, I mean, I get that. Like <clears throat> he's trying to solve the issue from the first movie, where he's trying to find a body, but they're all like fucked up, and he's like, "Damn it!" Yeah, like, it I has can't. to be as fresh as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which so, again goes back to the question of, okay, let's say you do that. And you can bring them back to life. Is that all that the serum's going to be good for? It's like, well, you better have it on you right then when you die, because if yeah. not, I don't know what the fuck happens. Yep. Uh, but I guess it's just the like, idea of like, oh, can we bring somebody back and they're totally normal? And then we'll figure out yep. longevity yep. after the fact. Yeah, yep. for sure. So he does something with the iguanas. What body part did he take out? Did, do you guys remember? It was like a gland. Yeah, it was like a gland. It was like a gland that he says that it can help mix with his serum. serum? Okay. It'll get like the per- proper ooze or uh, whatever okay, the fuck. So he makes it. It's really cool effect when it turns, uh, when it glows. Yeah. And then he brings it back these limbs, these fingers with an eyeball back to life, which is pretty cute. Kind of want it. Yeah. yeah, it was like the stop motion. Very Tim like, Burton-y. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually mm-hmm. really smooth. Like it was actually yeah. a really good stop motion. Well, it was something like um, they had like three different special effects teams on mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. Oh, so there was okay. like one team I think was just dedicated to like the, the little stop motion creature. There was somebody who was doing makeup um, and somebody else who I think was doing some of the bigger, the, the bigger uh, effects like the yeah. dog and mm-hmm. like the, the arm and the leg and stuff like that. Okay. So they had like a shitload of special effects people working on this and yeah. it shows, and it shows. Like, yeah. there's some really great moments in this, mm-hmm. but also I just, again, canonically, like I get that Herbert is like this ultimate opportunist, but like, that's your presentation of like, yeah. oh, check this shit out. I made a nightmare. Yeah, he's like, Dan's like, what the and it fuck? Fits, and it can fit in your pocket. Like, <laughs> like what? It, it, What's that? Know? It's kind of cute. At what point is Dan going to be like, oh, yeah, we can turn people into little fingers in an eyeball. Fuck yeah, we did it. And Herbert's like, calm down, Whoa, Dan. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, I'm not a monster. Well, let's not forget <laughs> that. Let's not forget that he's like, Herbert, I'm moving out. Yeah, oh, that's, that's true. <laughs> and Herbert was like, dare you yeah. Dan but yeah. Herbert's always ready uh, Herbert uh, or Dan I got Meg's heart what do you want with it <laughs> he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw this dumb shit out but I guess if so you're moving out yeah. Whatever, yeah. I'll just throw it in the toilet like yeah so he's like he basically sets up a table and kind of puts the heart in the middle it's like Dan I can create a woman I can create Meg for you again if you really want to and Dan's kind of like okay fine but like what if the cops show up the cops show up. He goes, there's no, no cops are going to show up. Yeah. Ding dong. Which that is one of the few moments, although it's like super obvious and super basic. That is one of the few moments that I like chuckled. Like, yeah. Because the first one it's has a-, a lot of good humor in it yes. from being a horror movie. It's a, it's got real com- comedic timing and, and comedy elements. Yeah. That is one of the few scenes that I was like, this is, this feels like the first one. of yeah. just being like, Dan, the cops will never find out. And then ding dong. And he's like, fuck. Okay, let's go. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> and it's like an easy joke, but it is. it's, it's still hits, easy. But it's, it's super easy, but well. absolutely it yeah, works it's perfectly. Really, yeah, it's really funny. I do like what he says. It's like, what did you love about Meg? And then mm-hmm. he brings out the fridge, like the heart from the fridge. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's that's kind of cool. Do you but think they tried multiple takes? Like, what did you love about Meg? And, just, he, just and he's pulls like, pulls out just Hulk two titties, like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's true. Dan didn't give what a fuck. What do you think? Oh, oh God. Yeah. It's true, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah, funny. but no, just I a mean, hard her, inter- her introduction in the first movie is... <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, I mean... That's true. Dan, is, is there is there an X-rated is there an X-rated or unrated edition of this one where he's like, "What did you love most about Meg?" And then he pulls out the I, vagina and makes it talk like oh, Doctor Death. <laughs> it's Bride of Predator. <laughs> Tommy Pistol, I follow you on Twitter. Let's make that sequel happen. <laughs> so it's the, uh, Lieutenant Leslie Chapman. He comes to see them, basically question them about everything that's going on. Where the body parts missing? Where have you guys been? Blah 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 blah. Which um, there's a mystery. Uh, there's a mystery phrase in this film that um, everyone's forgotten, which is, hey, where's your fucking warrant, pig? Like, oh, yeah. The cop just yeah. comes in and, like, lounges on the couch like, so you killed those people, right? I like, love how he shows his his ID, his badge, too. He goes, like, to the camera. He goes towards the camera, and then Herbert grabs it. It's like, what the fuck is... Or, or not Herbert. Dan. Dan. And grabs like, it, and he's oh. like, oh, shit. Okay, you're a yeah. cop. Yeah. But I'm, Herbert's like, all right, I'm ready for the questions. I know my, I, I know how to answer. I know how to get out of this. Which he even brings up. He's like, we already talked about this. So yeah, what the fuck done. is the point? Yeah. yeah. So that scene kind of passes by. It's a good scene. Yeah. I did enjoy this interrogation scene. I do think they should have played a little bit more with the little creature walking around. Because yeah, it felt so, a little awkward. Yeah, and we introduced the creature. Yeah. And then it immediately goes to... The we're building tension because the lieutenant's in the living room mm-hmm. interrogating the both of them, and the little creature is. I love calling it the little creature. Yeah. The little creature's crawling about. That's and, what he is. Yeah, and then uh, it's oh, oh my god, the lieutenant's almost seen him like five times. Like holy shit. Yeah, and then finally it gets smushed by mistake and whatever, whatever. I, so I'm it's like really sad. So well, it's disappointing <laughs> yeah. because it's like really well, we just fucking invented this. Yeah, like, yeah, and it's already gone. But uh, so I feel like there should have been a scene in between. As much mm-hmm. as I love the joke. I feel like there should have been some kind of scene or have it be, you know, like Herbert's assistant or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, th- oh, I would have loved that. Like, he has a little helper or whatever. Well, like, you know how Tony Stark has, like, the little, like, fuck-up right. robots? He could have had, like, a fuck-up thing and, that's yeah. not aggressive. And that actually, had that happened, would have helped explain the ending a little better. Yeah. Because we see a lot of scenes of Herbert West just, like, Playing with duct limbs. taping shit together. Yeah, he's bored, and then it gets mad, and he's like, oh, "Fuck you." Yeah. But, but if we had one where it was like, "Oh, it's like he like feels something," f- yeah, like fathership towards this thing that he's made, mm-hmm. and it's like his little buddy, then it would help to sort of explain why like he keeps fucking around with that shit. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to just randomly. Know, just like, I feel like this one was perfect for him to just keep on his shoulder. Absolutely. Very perfect. Yeah. Just chill out with And them. he just talks to it while Dan is doing his thing exactly. with Francesca. How the, <laughs> mm-hmm. the fucking magic of Dan is like giggling oh. in the kitchen. Yes. Dan is <laughs> giggling in the kitchen with Francesca as they're making dinner and Herbert's just like, oh Jesus and looks over and the fucking thing is like giving it, it rolls its eye back and yeah. it's like, oh, oh that been so good. this fucking hooker upstairs. Jesus. <laughs> like, yes, I would be like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then if something does happen to it, and then Herbert's like, okay, fuck this shit. Then, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, also, the opportunity to just sell the fucking toy. Yeah. That could have been a lot of money. And Absolutely. Beyond Reanimator could have been a lot better. Yeah. But whatever. 
<sighs> so the lieutenant's like, yeah, I know something's up, and he leaves. Yeah. yeah. And then we cut to Dr. Graves uh, playing with the serum under a microscope. He sees something interesting. And uh, he... The serum, which, by the way, we didn't explain that. The serum is also in the evidence thing. So oh, he yes. finds it, and he's like, oh, I'm actually going to yeah. fuck around with this. I was like, oh, okay. I thought Dan took it, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. He left it. He, he, he left, left it next he to left Meg's, Meg's body. dead body already cut open with the serum on top of it and a note that said cat dead details later. And he <laughs> fucked right off to Peru. Yeah. The, take the heart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he brings a bat to life that attacks him and then he cuts the wings off. That's pretty much the end of this scene. Which is so fucking random. And also, you got rabies. I'm sorry, but you definitely got rabies. Have rabies. You've got reanimated rabies. But that's the thing is like they're trying to balance two people that are potentially villains. And yeah. it's like, who do we concentrate more on, the doctors or the, the police? Well, and also, it doesn't help that the movie doesn't really think Dr. Graves is a villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just there. He's like... He's just, motiv- he's just a motivator to get Dr. Hill back in the movie. But mm-hmm. he's not a motivator until, like, the fucking end. Very end, yes. Which is like, okay, then why is he in the fucking but, movie? But, I mean, like, he really is, like, an NPC. Like, he's a non-player character of just... He's just there to get Dr. Hill back in the movie. Yeah. Yep. So it's very weird to spend so much time with this character and have him not be like Renfield to Dracula. Like he's yeah. not like, Oh, I'm under your spell, Dr. Hill, or, Oh, I need to know more that Dr. Hill. Cool. Like he's just like, the whole, it becomes this weird. He's goofy like, Looney Tune. it becomes fucking Michigan J frog at one point, by the way, because another character comes in and Dr. Graves is like, the fucking head talks. I swear to God, it talks. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he's like, Oh, tell him. And the head's just sitting there dead. Yes. And the guy's like, Hey, this is fucking weird. I'm out of here. And then yeah. he's like, God damn it. And then Dr. Hill's like, don't do that. Like, yeah, please don't. He's like bootlegged Walmart. He's like bootlegged Franken- Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. He's what Herbert, he wishes he, he could be what Herbert is. It is. A That's weird, what it feels like. Very poetic of the film. It's a weird cosplay of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I even made the joke when we were watching it that like he's do like because the bat is just like when the cat attacks Herbert. Yep. Like. So we made the joke of like, oh, he's just reliving Reanimator 1 off camera while the rest <laughs> yeah. of the movie's happening. Yeah. Yeah. They have to redo it. They yeah, have exactly. to redo Reanimator. Like, Dr. Hill tries to go down on him. Like, he's just like, ah, what's going what on? What is like, happening? He, yeah, he just relives the first I mean, movie. he's missing a shoe. A lot of, happen- a lot of things <laughs> yeah, happen. Yeah, what so. the fuck was that? Why was he missing a shoe? I don't fucking know. Did he cut off his toes and reanimate them? Like, what the fuck is going on? I want to say that he was. It. he's not really a doctor there and people think he is. That would be awesome. If <laughs> it was actually like, oh, but doctor, he's like, oh, I'm not a fucking doctor. I just gave off a Street. I just I got this badge in front of me. I don't fucking. This comes out real. You think I earned this? I didn't fucking earn this. So Herbert and Dan's plan was to take a body to basically start working on this bride. So they pull a weekend at Bernie's. They go to the I crematory. The cre- did I say that right? The crema crematory. Crematory. Oh, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Let it slide. Yeah. Um, and they basically take walk this body out of the hospital, and we get introduced again, or uh, once again, to Francesca and her dog, which which did not need this no, whole no, entire no. scene. Absolutely justified when they asked Francesca, "Why did you come from Peru?" She was like, "I'm answering some interviews in Boston." Uh, oh, hey, this isn't Boston. This is fucking Miskatonic. Why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> like where the fuck did you come from? Why are you in front of this hospital? <laughs> Just chilling out with my you, dog. You didn't even know Dan was here. Ah, I, sh- I assume he got back. I, I fucking hate her. I, no, this I scene, hate this character. Not the, her. She's this fine. This scene is just to show that Dan is a manly man and he loves God, vagina. He's so fucking not gay. <laughs> well, <laughs> le, well, he. Uh, they make plans to you know have dinners together. Yeah, dinners. Which okay, so just like Doctor Graves is not a real character. He's just plot. Yeah. Gloria, the terminally ill woman mm-hmm. who Dan is projecting Meg onto, that we've forgotten about. 
at this point in the movie. Is also not a character. No. She's just there to give a face to the bride. Yep. Again, we talked about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The We have scene ideas, but we don't have bridges that connect us there. Mm-hmm. This is a perfect example of it. Yeah. Dan has a heartfelt scene with Gloria. Hey, you're going to be all right because I believe in you and I'm mm-hmm. a good surgeon. We're going to make this happen. Okay, Dan, if you say so. Mm-hmm. Francesca, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah! Like, <laughs> because without planning that bridge, you're like, hey, Danny boy, what the fuck is going on, pal? Yeah. You need to relax. Yeah. Yep. And the minute Herbert <laughs> sees that, he's like, this bitch. These another, bitches. Another one yeah, right. that I got to get rid of now. <laughs> so, uh, Dr. Lee shows... Quick question. Yeah. Should the effect... So, like they said, that we're wheeling out a dead body. Mm-hmm. The, the greatest disguise of all time. Yeah, as Herbert's holding the Sunglasses head. Sunglasses on the corpse. Everyone's looking. Right. As well. Like, they saw this corpse like, literally just like flop around. So, yeah. everyone was like... So, Francesca's dog randomly runs in front of the wheelchair. It jostles her sunglasses come off and she goes like that and everyone goes oh fucking dead body uh but nobody says anything and the cop doesn't do anything uh do you think that should have there should have been more to that i like it felt like it was supposed to be a dramatic reveal but it's just like a bored looking woman and i was like yeah like what are we doing it would have been cool if like she had some sort of wound somewhere that like it doesn't like they had to hide the fact that she's dead because honestly i mean she's just super pale that's or or make it a little comedic and herbert's like oh my gosh she must have just died (laughs) yeah Yeah, everyone is because we okay so we talked about that 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 herbert's always ready with a lie Yeah. yeah To, to get out of whatever situation is he So yeah, the dog fully hits the wheelchair and this she woman flops, flops out of, and he's like, code blue, someone just died. Like, he, he, he tries to get out of it. He's like, I'm not fucking dead. She fucking dead. That's it. That's the line. Lovecraft himself would have been like, well, I can't fucking out like that. Oh, that would have been better. Yeah, that I would have loved that. And then yeah. he's like, why are you going away from it? Yeah, like, she oh was just God. alive. I was uh, taking her for a walk. She just literally died. She just told me what a good doctor I was. I swear to God. Yeah, she just flops dead, and he's just, and then looks up, and everyone's just staring at him, yeah. and that's when he hits the line. Oh like, my God, that would be that would have been perfect, actually. But no, everything goes correctly. Nobody says anything. The cop that's literally stalking them goes, nah, "That's kind of weird," hmm, and just keeps bored. keeps eating his cheese, peanut butter crackers. Doctor Loomis would have just shot him. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Judah, we gotta kill him. We gotta, yeah, exactly. we gotta kill him. This this is before the night scene. <laughs> it's Halloween too. So Doctor uh, Lieutenant Lee, for Dr. some Lewis reason, Lee, yeah, yeah Doctor Lewis Lee decides to give Francesca a tour of the hospital and tell her the whole history of the massacre and uh, what happened. And then he, sh- they have these bodies in a room that they're keeping because they're supposed to be dead, but they ha- they had certificates. Well, it was, it and- was kind of like the keeping Dean Halsey. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was supposed yeah. to be like. But again, it was that moment of like. Somebody wrote down on the whiteboard, like, more zombies. Oh, there are zombies who survived mm-hmm. the first one who attack somebody. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we're going to reintroduce them, that yep. they're still a thing. But yeah. now we give the lieutenant a backstory that why he's turning evil and it's because his wife is a zombie and he oh, has remorse against worse. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. Again, fine. Fine motivation. Why did he need to give Francesca the fucking tour? It's so uncomfortable. No, and and I, she, this poor woman's just standing there like, I, why would I? Yeah. Okay. My why? thing is, why did you go in a room knowing that there's dangerous zombies in there? Right. And she gets attacked. No, and he says it. She's never done that before. 
Well, you know why she did it? Because she got tired of his shit. And we found out later why she got tired of his shit. <laughs> Which is one of the most fucking absurd lines oh ever. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so we get, after that, we get Dan and Herbert working on the body. They kind of have already set up. This is when I think they're putting the blood through the fake veins. Yeah, they want to see mm-hmm. if it'll go Circulate, through. yeah. Which I do have a question about that. Because in this scene, they do establish that, because Dan says, this is not going to work because how are we going to reanimate everything? We have to everything do it at the same time. Everything has to go once, yeah. But then he says, we'll do it through the heart. We'll let it, we'll let the heart pump the serum naturally, mm-hmm. right? Why are they putting reagent on the limbs? That's my question. Throughout the whole movie, they're like putting the serum on each part of the limb, and I don't know why. I don't get it. I think it's to try to stop the decay because we've introduced that earlier of like, oh, all these things don't decay at all, even though they're all dead. So I think... I don't know, like, the science, oh, like, but I think the justification maybe he's is... Maybe, like, like, microdosing. Yeah, like just to kind like of keep cloth? it fresh and... Well, no, he's saying, like, uh, when he attaches the leg and the arm together, mm-hmm. he just sort of, like, oops, oopsie-daisies the fucking oh, serum yeah, on top yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that literally just came out. Um, And so, uh, I'm, I'm poisoned. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, and I oop. Uh, so, like, <laughs> No, I think... So I think and I oop. That, that's my last words before I die. Um... But no, I think that's the justification for it. Is like okay. it's, it keeps it from decaying, it keeps it from getting infected, yeah, and it's maybe. just like kind of keeping it in a st- in a stick because they do they like they put like a little over, bit, yeah, yeah. Her neck and stuff like that. Her neck, yeah. yeah, I yeah. think that's the justification. Yeah, because he also, if you notice, he has like dry ice around it to keep also to keep, keep it, it cold. cold, I guess. Okay, yeah. and it keeps the meat fresher because that body's laying there for a few days before Gloria dies. Well, here's the thing: yes and no. It absolutely has to take multiple days. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like the lieutenant's clothes never change. No, like, he's Dr. Loomis. He always wears the same thing. <laughs> he's got a closet full of Dr. Loomis cosplay. Uh, but, like, there are times where the story needs to take place over time. And then there's times where it's like, is this all happening in the same day? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? We don't because now time. we go back to nighttime, right. and it's the dinner scene. And then is the next day where everything just happens? I guess. It, I don't know. It feels like it does. Like, I don't remember. There's not really a time frame in this movie. No. Yeah, because no. it's like... It's evening when Francesca comes over mm-hmm. to have sex with Dan. <gasps> what? Uh, no, I they're, meant, they're I making meant, Italian. I with meant American. spaghetti. Yeah, sorry. I meant <laughs> Italian. And then Dan did, in fact, hey, he, he said it and he did it. He helped out American style. Oh. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that's all Americans want to do. Yep. Uh, but yeah, she comes over that evening. They have dinner and sex. And. Then, well, Lee is parked outside for some right. weird oh, reason yeah. and yeah. ends up inside of the house. He's With no just, resistance. He at just all. walks. Yeah. He just walked in while nobody yeah. was looking, and they're like, "Why?" Herbert, me, Herbert's sir. like, "Why are you You're here? breaking in?" Yeah, <laughs> first of all, and oh. get the fuck out. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah, which I love that the movie is is met with that. Of yeah, like, hey, get out of here. No. Well, I've exhausted this is all. Also, this is options. also the scene where uh, Herbert then starts playing with the with the with the leg and stuff because he hears Dan doing things upstairs. Yeah, he seems super <laughs> super annoyed. Oh, oh. <laughs> and Herbert's pissed. He's like, "I'm fucking tired of this shit." Yeah, and as he's coming down the stairs, he he's just looking up like, "Oh, Dan, you're missing out." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bitch. Yeah. Um. Oh no, this is after because. No, no, it's before. What? Sorry, I don't know how I wrote this in here. 
<laughs> you wrote this whole oh, essay. Oh, no, it's just... Sorry, I wrote an essay. I did write an essay, but this all happens here. But it was an yeah, essay yeah. about why Dan yeah. and her well, need to be together. Oh, this, <laughs> is, this is where we also allude to the wall again, because right. he throws the body parts back oh, into the no. wall. So, yeah, he is... So, now we know what he's doing. Bored, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Herbert just starts like attaching like a leg and well first of all we get Herbert West's foot fetish which is pretty oh interesting because he's got just mm-hmm. a woman's leg and he injects a little bit of reagent in it and starts like tickling it and it like is like wiggling its toes and it is a very there's a lot of sexual energy in that scene that I was not on board with Quentin Tarantino's like yeah <laughs> he was like, he's one of those people that like the second one actually better than the first believe it or not uh, it's a step above um, and I mean step as in feet uh and so then he's like, huh? And then, yeah, so he reanimates that. He's getting a boner tickling its feet. And then we hear more of upstairs. And he's like, fuck you. And then he attaches an arm to it. And then immediately attacks him and is choking him and like kicking him in the dick or whatever. So then, yeah, he moves the wardrobe and throws it through the fucking hole. Yep. And now we're establishing that he's throwing like the, the doo-doo projects yep. behind the wall. Yep. For, and we can all agree on this, no fucking reason. Nope. nope. Not at all. And, and I love that we don't hear them. There's no sense of like sound design where it's like, Dan's like, what the fuck is that sound? And Herbert's just, you know. He's like, ah, I don't, don't worry about it. Or it's like getting louder. Later, later they louder, just shake yeah. the wall a little. And yeah. it's like, uh, because then, then he finds Lee upstairs. They get into like this debacle. And <laughs> Lee attacks him at the in the basement and right. Wes kills him. Yeah. Yeah. He literally, well, he tells him like, your wife had. A bunch of trauma, like head trauma well, or whatever. We, we, oh, we, it's yeah. It's a he, great reveal. He yeah. throws the, it at him. The, yeah, the yeah, lieutenant yeah. is like, hey, I know that you fucking did this. And he's like, hey, you're just a cop. What's your deal? He's like, that's my fucking wife that you fucking did that to. And he's like, oh, shit. And then as things are getting heated, that's when Herbert brings out the old fucking Uno reverse card. <laughs> and yep. he's like, oh, really? <laughs> because I studied that motherfucker. And it turns out, uh, you were beating your wife. And he's like, oh, shut up. Like, okay. Well, right, yeah. Roasted. <laughs> and so then Herbert ends up using the iguana fucking death mask and kills this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just Dan's freaking the fuck out. Yeah, because now Dan he, comes he's downstairs. Shirtless. Oh, he's not shirtless just yet. Oh, he's that's open, true. It's, he's it's open, open shirt. shirt. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. And he's like, what the fuck, Herbert? This is a fucking cop. Yeah. And Herbert's like... Which, again, is the most realistic, like, Dan has ever been in this yes. whole fucking series. Yes. It's like, not even the Dean Halls. You're like, oh, what are we going to do? He's like, this is a fucking cop, man. This is a fucking cop. What are we going to do? Yeah. There's not no consequences to this. And Herbert immediately is like, actually... I'm already halfway there. <laughs> actually, he was like... Daddy, chill. And then fucking injected this guy. And then I love that he gives Dan the gun. And Dan looks so fucking testosterone heavy after sex. He's like, I'm a fucking man. He was John Stamos in the fuck out of that scene. He has like wavy hair in this now and fucking open shirt and a gun. And I was like, print that on a poster and put it above my fucking bed. Like, there we go. Carlos. Carlos the whole time. Yep. But he don't know how to use this gun because the zombie comes back to life and attacks the fuck out of both of them. And they both get fucking beat. Which, which, before we get to the money shot here. So Herbert does bring up the, the, the line of like, well, we want to do this test of pumping it into the heart to make the whole body work. And Dan's getting cold feet because he's like, what if it fucking makes Meg's heart explode or something like that? Mm-hmm. So Herbert's like, okay, I'll meet you in the middle. Let's inject the fucking cop. We'll see. We'll test the theory. Number one, does the heart thing work? Number two, he'll technically be like up and around. Yep. And we can just like shove him out the front door. And then it's somebody else's problem. Yep. And so Dan's like, all right, fine. So that's when we inject the cop again. But... I do love that here we get the male gaze 
it, no female gays. The gay the, gays. The gay gays. Because it's so not a woman gay? getting her shirt ripped off. It's Dan getting his shirt ripped <laughs> off. And I'm like, Whew. but where's that scar that you got stabbed in Peru, Dan? <laughs> I almost feel like this was a situation where I think I feel again. This is based off nothing. I feel like Bruce Abbott watched the first one in the end when he's got like the John McClane like oh, yeah. shirt on. And I he was, was here like, for it. He was like, ah, just. Let me work out a little bit. And then, like, he came to the set for, for movie number two, and he was like, I'm Jack. fucking shredded as shit. I've been fucking eating nothing but chicken and fucking working out. I'm looking good. And then like, he just was, every scene just was like, uh, yeah, um, Brian, uh, can I just do this one shirtless? Can we just, like, rip open the shirt a little bit? Just give little people something to look at. And he yeah. was like, I used was like, oh, I guess, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I it'll, it'll make more money. And he was like, oh, All right. yeah, I can't come yeah. Which he should have been in the third one. Jail shirtless Dan would have been... Mm. We just introduced, he's just in the shower. He's like, what? Herbert, you're here? He's, he's yeah, tatted Herbert up. Yeah. Herbert gives oh, him a little pat in the ass. That would be awesome. Yeah. up. He got the syringe as a tattoo. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> but we get the famous line here. Uh, Which one? The, oh, the oh cop. yeah. So the cop gets up and is pissed oh. and starts like throwing the both of them around. I love that he fucking chucks <laughs> Herbert. So he flies. fucking far. Which I mean, I get. I always get the impression that Jeffrey Combs is like a baby, like he's like an infant. So yeah. I get it. But also, he hurls that man. Yeah, it's so funny. I so Dan can't shoot this man, and Herbert's thing is he's a wife beater. Dan used the gun. Which, <laughs> again, is one of those cases where like I feel like we came up with the scene and then. When we got there, it was like, well, and then Dan tries to shoot the cop, and it's like, well, I don't know, Dan's a pretty nice this guy. Is I don't one know of if the, he would shoot the yeah. cop. I don't know. Let's have Herbert just say the exact thing, like the the straight facts, like no human being ever would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, it's funny that he's the one saying it, because out of nowhere, he grows morality, well, and he's like, that is wrong. Well, like, it was, I, I, think, <laughs> I think he realized, like... Well, Dan's not going to, like, if he just goes, he gets thrown down, and Dan's like, ah, I don't think Herbert could pop up and be like, Dan, A-cab! Like, I think he had to give him a justification for, like, shoot this cop, because it's a cop. And it's like, well, actually, he stomped a puppy on the way here. Blast his ass away! (laughs) Yep. It's just, God, you motherfucker! Yep. Um, He said Meg's heart is stupid. Shoot him! Like, okay. (laughs) So, the cop is upstairs confused. Uh, Francesca comes down. He gets his arm chopped off. Oh, oh I forgot that, about that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. he fights Dan. Yeah, he's fighting Dan, and then Herbert chops his arm off with a machete. And then I'm pretty sure the cop goes and like cauterizes it. Like he like puts it on like a burner. I th- I because they had that weird cooking pot there for no reason. I legit thought that he just uh, put his jacket on. Like yeah, he just put his jacket no, on yeah. and then left. No, no, I think he burns his his stump so that like we explain. Now we're suddenly worried about like, well, why wouldn't he bleed to death? Like I guess. We're suddenly concerned. There's so he chars himself. Yeah, but yeah. And then he puts on his jacket, which is the funniest scene of yeah, that part. He like yeah. awkwardly like throws the jacket on over one arm. He's like, I'm all right. I'm all right. And then and then takes a nap on the couch. I'm like, oh, he's going to get out of here. You know, no, he just know, takes a nap on the couch. You know what would have been better? So Francesca comes down right. with her dog. The dog attacks the lieutenant. Lieutenant yeets this dog and rips the arm off. So bizarre. It would have been funny if he stuck the arm like... Oh, I thought that's where we were going with this. Even though that doesn't make any fucking sense. No, because like, why would you be like the dog has his arm as a? Shit, I guess. The dog has his arm as a as a fourth leg, or here's, puts or puts a dog on the leg, so it's just like this weird fucking. Here's creature. the thing that would have been great. Isn't that a creature like that in Tag and Tag, with a with a dragon arm? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> they came out of nowhere. That made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it would have been great if 
the cop sees the dog because then yeah for whatever the, the dog's dead and Herbert's like oh how sad yoink and fucking <laughs> literally that looked, shit was like oh it's <laughs> <owner. laughs> like oh my god my fucking dog and he's like oh my god your fucking that. dog <laughs> just gets the fuck out of Dodge oh. so then of course for no reason he attaches the cop's arm to the dog so now the dog has like a, a human hand to like shake hands or whatever like grab his own biscuits or whatever um, but what would have been funny is if during the big confrontation, the cop sees the dog with his arm and he's like, you son of a bitch, pulls the dog arm out of his fucking pocket, puts, and now they fight and he's got the fucking dog's arm and the dog's got his oh, arm. that's awesome. That would have been the shit. Yeah, yeah. that would have been so great. But you know, this was a, hey, we need to add Pet cemetery to this yeah, movie. super fucking needed to do that. Um, so oh, then. Because yeah. the dog didn't even come back, does it? No, well, it, come, it comes back like one from one more scene. Yeah, it's in the, it's at the end. It's yeah, yeah while all the chaos shit. is going, yeah, 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 it's at yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Wes threw it in the probably. Yeah, yeah. well, no, it shows up at the bottom when no, no, but then it shows up again at the oh, end, and gotcha. I think it's because Wes yeah, threw it with the other makes, body things. Yeah, um, which again to go back to the little creature thing, how great would it be if the dog was okay? Because yeah. the dog is an attack. It it grabs Francesca's hand, but it doesn't. It's not like angry like the cat yeah like the first one. at all what if the fucking subplot is that herbert just gets along with things that aren't human like if the fucking little creature is his pal if the dog is cool with him yeah because the dog seemed to be cool with him he was next to him right <laughs> and he didn't like kick the dog away he was yeah. just like she's a bitch don't worry about it like, <laughs> but like that would be really interesting if it's mm-hmm. just like he just cannot other than dan he cannot connect with humans yeah i mean that, and so like that would help drive that would him be interesting of like this wow. is why I want to make other creatures because humans just got nothing for me. That sounds yeah. like me. <laughs> you're Herbert and you're my Dan. I honestly felt like <laughs> this was our relationship and you were building my perfect girlfriend because I feel like at this point that's what's going to happen. You're the happen. thirst king. It's fine. Yeah, but it's like I think Carlos would be like, Jonathan, I'm fucking tired of you complaining so I just made you someone. <laughs> you're somebody. <laughs> yeah. So yep. that's how I saw this yep. movie. Okay. I see that. I don't know who I would build for you. I think you know. I think you have like the perfect idea. Okay, Barbara no, he Crampton. Doesn't. He doesn't. I was saying, Barbara Crampton, come on the show. Uh, <laughs> I'd be so nervous. Like, Hi, Barbara. So I've seen your tits. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so uh, Dan comforts Francesca, and they fall asleep on the couch because she sees them shirtless, and she. Is. I was. I was just about to say, you cannot. T- I don't care what kind of trauma you're experiencing. Fucking Bruce Abbott walks down with the fucking Stamos hair and no shirt on. You're gonna be like. What was I even complaining about? <laughs> oh, what my dog's dead? Yeah, fuck that shit. Uh, she wakes up the next morning, goes down to the basement, finds her dog with a human arm as it gives her a handshake, <laughs> which is <laughs> scary, so but also impressive. Yeah. Like, he learned how to shake. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Herbert's like, he's a quick learner. He fucking figured out. This dog's smart. Good job. And he's giving her stink eyes. She runs up the stairs. Dan comes down and Dan's like, oh, Francesca. And Herbert's like, you're better off without her. Well, she says the line, I hate you, which doesn't which make, is like out okay. of nowhere. Like, I get it, but she's just uh, like, I, you, you fucking Meg die. You're a freak. I hate you. And I was like, what are you, 10? And yeah. I would have been like, girl, I just met you. Right. <laughs> this was a one time thing. Right. <laughs> Take your fucking jar of ragu and get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> my but special Dan, sauce. Fuck you. But Dan immediately was like, yeah, you're right. You're right, Herbert. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, you do know, suck. You, you know what, Herbert? Bitches ain't shit. You're right. <laughs> Herbert's like, I didn't say that. Oh, no, okay. Hey, <laughs> Jesus. He was like, hey. Daddy chill. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Okay. So, we cut to the hospital. This is where Dan's with Gloria. He's kind of sympathizing with, on her. Which, again, <sighs> goes back to the, we have scenes, but no way to get there. Mm-hmm. 
it looks really shitty for Dan to be like, oh, this girl that I just had sex with is mad at me because we fucked her dog up. Gloria. How's my, how's my sick girlfriend doing? <laughs> like, well, Dan, you're kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, like, oh, man, no pussy from this one, so I'm going to go I to guess, my other one. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> I yes, mean, that's what, it's, that's what it looks it, like. That's how it feels because we don't have a decent way to connect. Of either, yeah. A, not making Gloria romantically yeah. interest, or... Not doing Francesca, one or the other. Like yeah. he, he literally is like, oh, I'm forever pining for Meg, uh, so that's why I'm gonna participate in this project. Okay, great. Uh, well, I am gonna have sex with Francesca, mm-hmm. and then when she gets mad, I am gonna go visit Gloria and try to make her better and have this weird like elongated hug, and she doesn't have usage of her arms or whatever. <laughs> and um, I, I feel like it's also like a you're supposed to feel bad for Dan because his right. mind is kind of crazy. Right. He like doesn't know he wants to get over Meg, but it's like he. But it's like know. every girl he gets ends up dying or something yeah. happens to them. But so it's, it's like, like a curse. totally mm-hmm. legit. But mm-hmm. if this was spaced out. If it was like Francesca's in our war movie that we came up with, mm-hmm. and then uh, Gloria's in the next film, and then we somehow bring Meg back in part five, fine, totally fine, because you can play that of mm-hmm. like Dan is constantly hurting, yeah, and he needs that companionship, and he's trying to find it elsewhere, but it just brings him back to Meg because yeah. that was his first love. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. When you jam pack that in a fuck sandwich in one movie, it makes Dan Kyle look like a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a fuck boy. Exactly. Uh-huh. He's literally like, oh, a fuck boy. Come on, baby. No. All right. Well, let's see what's going on. Let me go through the phone. See who else is available. Yep. And hey, that- you up? Gloria, you up? <laughs> She's like, she I can't got cancer. It's fine. <laughs> I don't ever sleep. Oh, great. I'll be over. Ha, 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 ha. You need help with that one? But as this is all happening, she passes away. Right. Uh-huh. Um, Which I super don't get that scene. So, okay. Dan I, comes in and he's like, hey, sorry I wasn't here. I was fucking uh, another woman. Uh, <laughs> but I believe that you're Meg. I think that you're Meg. Isn't that weird? And she just, and her response is, Beep. Oh, I fucking done. She fucking did. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then Dan's like, Herbert's in like, what are you doing? Like, you got to fucking help her out. And Dan's yeah. like, oh, I should have noticed. They rush into yeah. surgery, they try to revive her, and they don't. I do feel like this is uh, kind of like a callback or a parallel to the beginning of the first movie. Yes. Because it's almost 100%. exactly. 100%. And even the, the end with yeah. him well, and, with he, and, and Meg. even the receptionist mm-hmm. is like, I've never seen a doctor who cares this much. So, yeah, I think that's like our one glimmer of like, oh, oh wow, we're carrying the character trait mm-hmm. from the first one. Because as an aside, I do feel like Dan is a little bit shafted in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. as you pointed out, at the end of the first one, he's injecting Meg. He has fully converted to the dark side now. Because Herbert was the one who was crazy and had the problem with, you know, had no issues with morals and was just like, hey, it's for the good of science. And Dan was like, ah, but what about the consequences of people? At the end of the first one, he's like, fuck everything. I'm going to play in God's domain and I'm bringing this woman back. Yep. We start this movie. He is right back to where he was, where he's mm-hmm. like, ah, but what are the consequences? Yeah. Like, that doesn't mm-hmm. seem right. Like, da, 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 da. So this moment of him going overboard, trying to keep this woman alive and not wanting to call it early. And like, we get a really good dramatic like moment for Bruce Abbott mm-hmm. to play and not just be like, oh, yep. have you checked out my pecs? Um, <laughs> check the fucking feathered hair. Uh, me, I have. <laughs> it's a real good dramatic moment for him. Mm-hmm. And that's like the first time in the film I feel like we've made progress with Dan as yeah. a character and are doing a really good callback to the original and playing with that same idea mm-hmm. of like, oh no, mm-hmm. he still can't let go. Yeah. And I do love that he's just like, I can't do that again. I can't go through right. it again. And it's like, 
you feel bad at this point, but this is already like an hour and something. It, an it, hour it's, and two women in. <laughs> we're like, okay, Danny. Well, I got to be honest with you, pal. You really seem super sincere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's like, I wish we could have gotten this It would have been nice if Meg was alive and they had her as kind of a prisoner because she's out of control. So the whole movie is them two trying to figure out how to get her to normalize or yeah. normalize yeah. her. How, what, um, is it a certain amount of serum? Is it an anti-serum? Like, how do we the whole re- The whole reptile thing is interesting because they could have played was like, maybe the Shit, reptiles yeah. have the, the answers. Yeah. And, of like, we have to change the mm-hmm. serum. The formula's not right. And yeah. as a title for the Bride of Reanimator, would it make sense if she was alive the whole movie? And that's the whole thing. I don't and, know. Well, it's the thing. It's like, he found a cure to death. But now, how do you bring Perfect her back it. to normal? Yeah. Like, because she is you alive. You take the soul out of a rat mm-hmm. yeah. and put it in a little oh, baby Jesus light bulb. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no? Is that not good? <laughs> Honestly? I'll try to sell it for another movie then. <laughs> oh, my God. And oh. then I... By the I way, just, in the writer's room when that happened, when they were like, yeah, we'll just take the... This is for the third movie. And they're like, yeah, we'll just take the soul out of people and put like a little fucking batteries plus light bulb and then we'll carry on from there. Everybody else should have just been like... <laughs> But no, yeah. they went. <laughs> they're like, yeah. And then and they're like, yeah, yeah. And then the warden's going to get his dick bitten off. And they were like, like, okay. Um, uh, we got to I got My mom's calling me. I, I got to go. I'm trying to think because it, it is interesting if Herbert or Dan did go to jail. Okay, how about if Dan went to jail instead? Which, by the way, already your pitch absolutely makes sense. Yeah. Because even if Herbert's not dead, it seems like he is. Dan is the only one alive. Everyone else is mutilated. Yep. And it's going to go on him no matter what. Yeah. And Dan is in jail. Th- th- we use kind of some ideas from the third one, except the, the soul thing, where Dan is in jail. He's trying to figure out the serum himself because he lost Meg and he, wanted, he, he, wants, to, and he wants to carry on maybe Herbert's legacy. Uh, uh, uh. Here's the other thing. Selfish reasons. If I can figure out what makes the serum, I can prove my innocence. Because oh, without yes. that, I'm just some crazy who just mutilated a bunch of bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we go from that. We go from that. And then shit starts happening. He kind of does the serum, but then it loses kind of control. They're like, nah, nah, nah. You guilty, guilty. Some shit happens in the jail. He gets broken out. We don't know who's breaking him out. And it's fucking Herbert and Meg and they're fine. And we go to the third movie and they're in Peru. There you go. Oh, there we go. There, let's just remake them. I think we should just start remaking the whole series. Well, well because you can't be like, well, that's not in the spirit of H.P. Love. None of them are. Who gives a fuck? None, None of them are. are. And this one tries to be kind of and isn't. So nope. fuck it. And also, he's um, a shitty person. We're so. in an era of requels. So that's we're true? just going to yeah. cut off the two and three and we'll start. We'll go from the right one. first one. Right from yeah. one. Mm-hmm. There you go. So Where were now, we? Okay. So <laughs> the, the, end credits. <laughs> did we did we mention the part where Doctor Hill's bat? No. It, so, has it happened already? Yeah, because I think we're almost at the third act, right? Give me a second, my love. Give me a second. Uh, no, we cut to Hill now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like so we just lost Gloria. You glo- yeah. yeah. And Herbert's being suspicious as fuck. Yeah. He's like, he comes up with an idea. He makes the call mm-hmm. and he's like, hey, we need somebody to take this body to the fucking crematory. And yep. suddenly has a bucket and no one questions it. And uh, he just, I... just walks out of the scene. Uh, yep. Of course. And everything goes smoothly with right. him. Mm-hmm. And we cut to doctor. Because we do get a lot of back and forth cutting. Which, which... I, which is unnecessary. Yeah. Because I think we've already kind of established mm-hmm. as much as Dr. Hill is super iconic. Not, Not really necessary. Well, he was gone, and we're like, oh, he's back. 
Yeah. And he's demanding to see Herbert. Right. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. He wants revenge. That's fine. And, um, and I feel like if he's going to be in the movie, that's this is a good way of doing it where he wants revenge and everything. Is it needed? No, obviously. But I guess, you know, I guess give it some sort of motivation. <laughs> I do think the whole bat head thing. And that doesn't happen yet, but you, yes, yes. It's kind of random, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it was the clear solution to, well, we can't have another fucking body just carrying him around. Uh, I guess that's true. So how do we make it mobile? Yeah. Well, now it's got bat wings. I would have okay. preferred legs, but then I guess legs would have been the oh, thing. Oh, like the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the bat, the, the head with the wings is iconic looking on its own. Like, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. But to your point, I don't necessarily have a problem Oh, I have a problem with Dr. Hill coming back because, again, he was smushed and yeeted. But let's just pretend, okay, we're going to pretend that didn't happen. I'm fine with that, but there needs to be more purpose behind it. Yeah. Because it, for, I'm going to say the whole fucking movie, it's just a callback. That's it. Yeah. He's not in charge. He didn't, like, plant the idea in Herbert to, like, you should make a woman. Like, no. He has nothing to do with the story. Mm-mm. Until literally the very the very end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it was going to be, hey, God damn it, on the dry erase board, it says bring Dr. Hill back somehow. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But we need to come up with a plan. Yeah. Of like, how is he, is he, is it a race against time? Is like Herbert figuring out the iguana thing, but Dr. Hill's figured out something else with the serum. Well, and now I, we're like, it's like an arms race to figure out like mm-hmm. who can perfect it. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought about like, okay, so Dr. Hill doesn't have a clear motivation. It's just revenge. Right. Yeah. I do think that instead of Dr. Graves, they should have had the Lieutenant and he tells him, I know how to stop Herbert. I just need your help. Like, because obviously because I'm a fucking Because he would already head. know because of like the weird lobotomy laser thing and he can control the zombies. He would already know that he could fucking control the guy's wife. Yeah. Yeah. If we're suddenly introducing like, by and the way, one of those zombies was his wife. He can totally play up that up. Yep. Because holy shit, you're a genius. So fucking uh the lieutenant has the head, he finds it at the fucking psych ward or whatever, or or Dr. Hill tells him to take him to the psych ward. Yeah. And he's like, I'll prove to you that I know what I'm fucking talking about. And he brings him there and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And the three zombies suddenly stop fucking freaking out. Yeah. Like they have, they it's almost like turn and they, they have all control. come towards him. And maybe the wife says something nice or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, Oh, Leslie, I remember you beating me. Like or hugs, whatever. hugs, <laughs> hugs right. him or something. Right. And, he and feels so like, now the Shit. lieutenant is a hundred percent on team Hill yeah. because he's like, you can fix my wife somehow, or we both have the same motivation. We got to get the guy who did this. And it's almost like Dr. Hill and Herbert are almost the same because they're kind of manipulating these people. 100%. Because even Dr. Hill could be like, oh, Herbert West did all this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He mutilated me. He mutilated your wife. Like, he can play that up even though it's not the case. Yeah. He can play that up and the lieutenant will buy it. But they're also like polar opposites because I can also see Dr. Hill like playing on the hearts of lieutenant. Like, oh, my, having his wife give him a hug kind of plays with his heart. He's like, okay, I'll help you. I'll do whatever. Once he gets whatever he needs, how he's like, fuck you. Even has his wife maybe like kill, kill him. him. Oh and my then, god! Because he's like, whatever. And then, but Herbert and the other side kind of does care about Dan. So he's like, it's like good and evil. Like even mm-hmm. though they have almost the same motivation, they're mm-hmm. polar opposites of each other. Because how fucking heartbreaking is it if Doctor Hill he's fully up to speed, Lieutenant guy's helping him out now. Blah 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 blah. Hill has his own version of the serum, and he's like, all that's left is to test it out. And the lieutenant's like. How are you going to test it out? And then the wife comes behind him and fucking chokes him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what are you... And fucking kills him right then and there. And then he'll... 
injects him, and now he's got another minion. Yeah, because yeah. he just has an agenda. He just right. wants to get to, to Herbert. So, yeah. yeah, that's. I think that would have been a, such a great motivation. Have these two villains just make them into one, technically, and right. then mm-hmm. have them, Doctor, he'll be like, okay, I don't need you no more, so now I can just fucking kill you. And yeah. that's it. Right. Because right. there's no motivation for Hill other than revenge, which is fine motivation, mm-hmm. but there's this elephant in the room, literally in the movie, of like, well, Dr. Hill's still on campus. How do we get him to yep. where the fucking shit's I, at? I have an idea where you can or he could attach that head. Um, but I'm, I'm going to wait till we get to that specific okay. point. Right. Because in this scene, this is where he throws out the head. Oh, And we cut right. away from it for like another 10 minutes. Yeah. Because uh, then we have Gloria. Wes is moving her body with the bucket. And then we cut to them putting, having the body already put together. And he's explaining what where the limbs came from. Mm-hmm. So, Which is an interesting scene. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we got, you guys have both mentioned, he, like it's he, very poetic, and yeah. it's him building her, him the perfect woman, and how he would have loved to have this woman be perfect, right? Uh, so then we go back to Doctor Graves, and this is when he finds the he's shoeless, and he finds the head <laughs> gone. Why it not? It would have been interesting if the guy from the morgue, the other guy, the assistant Ernest, if he cut his head off and put Hill on it. And now Hill has a body, hundred percent. Oh, because Hill's pretty, pretty competent and can hold and pretty know, knows what he's doing. He just needs somewhere to, how to walk. True. Yeah. So that would have been well, interesting. And to your point, and then he would have been taller. To but further whatever. what we mentioned earlier with the whole like we're introducing the idea that in addition to reanimating things, this can kind of help glue certain things together. Mm-hmm. So you cut off the Ernest's head, you goop the juice on there, you slap Hill on there, you duct tape it on. Because I still think it should look fucked up. Creature. Yeah, it yeah, shouldn't be, yeah. like, yeah. sewn in nice. It mm-hmm. should be a goddamn disaster. Yeah. It'd be cool. Like, you know how, like, Frank, uh, the, the monster has, like, a lopsided head? Yes. Where it could have been, like, the neck is kind of uneven. Yeah, it's, like, not sitting nice. Yeah. And it's just sort of, like, but strapped on there. Now he has cool. a body. And we could have gotten a nice cut of uh, head chopping kill. Exactly. Because yeah. once mm-hmm. again, and then Dr. Hill's head rolls over, looks in the camera, and goes, not again. And you go, <laughs> <laughs> and you spill your popcorn on the ground. And even, what a even, laugh riot. But even killing Ernest with the head chop oh, would have been interesting, back. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and again, does that weird Dr. Graves is just reliving all the events of the first movie off camera. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dr. Hill tells him to call him a plagiarist and (laughs) Dr. Graves is like, why would I do that? (laughs) I do love that Ernest also like disappears. Doesn't give a fuck. He was like, oh, was the, was the corpse hot? Because I would fuck it. (laughs) I have no qualms about that. That's my character. And then he just disappeared. That's it. That's all we got from him. You know why? Because after he took the headless body down to the crematory, he was like, Man, what the fuck was I even asking that for? I gotta get my life in order. And then he finds he finds himself, and yeah, he becomes like a, you know a what? doctor. He goes to Peru. Oh, I, I think he shit. dies. Well, probably because then we yeah we this is soon. when the detective is walking out of the hospital and Michael Myers seemed to attack this whole hospital. Oh yeah, we're suggesting. <laughs> so okay, so that's one of those moments where I was like, oh boy. So Doctor Hill is yelling at Doctor Graves mm-hmm. because Doctor Graves is like, I'm not fucking helping you. Yeah. And Dr. Hill's like, oh, well, fuck you. And so then he uses his brain power. And all the fucking undead creatures that we've already introduced are like, oh, dad's calling. And they fucking <laughs> These get are- through with no problem. <laughs> yep. And come and visit him at the other side of the wing or whatever. Yep. And Francesca's at the hospital for some fucking weird reason. She's trying to call Dan because. But why is she at the hospital? Because <laughs> this is the motivation. Because, again, this character has no fucking motivation to stick around. She has to return Dan's sweater. 
Oh yes, she's got the Miskatonic sweatshirt. Oh, she's holding. She's that trying to return it, and she's like, "Is that is Doctor Dan here?" And the receptionist, who Dan also fucks, we've decided because yeah. she's like very interested in Dan, is like, "He went home early for the day because a patient died, and he's a little crybaby who can't fucking handle real life." And she's like, "Oh," and then so she calls to try to get to Dan, and Dan's not answering the phone because I don't fucking know where Dan is. Um, I but. Francesca's but just that, those girls that was takes, literally the motivation yeah. was well I have to return his sweatshirt <laughs> like you saw your dog as an abomination in God's eyes and you're like well I gotta give him his fucking sweatshirt <laughs> um, like, that sweatshirt would have been burned and I would have moved out of the country already I mean, as you're driving away as you're driving to Peru throw it on the yep. way out <laughs> yeah, there you that's go it. Like, with a fucking sticky note on it that says dog dead details later and drive the fuck out of or, here or I don't know just I'm gonna say that eight more times I don't give a fuck I'm making that reference or just fucking wear it it's or just wear a it. fucking sweater there, I'm sure there's plenty of gals who are wearing fucking dumb shirts I wore when I was 100 pounds lighter in college and god bless them Ew. they had to deal with my dumb ass good for them you got a prize <laughs> that fucking Ren and Stimpy shirt was awesome as shit and I can't fucking fight and it I again. want it back I do but it's theirs now and I can't fit yeah. it anyway who cares she... I did not like her character. Yeah, um, no. So Lee Lee attacks Fran here. We got the hospital. Then we cut to Dan and Herbert working on the bride. This is when the wall is shaking, and now we're like, okay, he must have a lot of things back there that we don't know what he has. Um, he goes to inject the bride, but then Dan does it. I do like that when he holds the syringe for the first time. It looks really good here. Yeah, this is another one that could have been in the opening and cut to black. But yeah. Well, and and that's one of those things too, where again, it's the thunder too. Yeah, and we talked about it. There mm-hmm. are moments in this film. This movie is not just like dog shit start no. to finish. No, there are moments where it really comes together, mm-hmm. and just like we talked about, where at the end of the first one, Dan is completely converted to the dark side. Mm-hmm. We have that moment again. Mm-hmm. Herbert's about to inject the heart, and Dan says no. Let me do it. And yep. the look on Herbert's face is he's like, oh, shit. Oh. That, yes, that's definitely part of it. But he's, he's like, taken aback. He, he's he's like, almost, like, shaking, like, oh, shit, like, here. Like because here. every other time it's a fucking argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's we got to inject this thing's butthole and it's going to get mad and fight us or whatever. And Dan's like, I don't know. And he's like, oh, come on, do it. This is the first time mm-hmm. that we see Dan like, no, no, no. I'm on board. Yeah. And Herbert's like, oh, Huh. Shit, here we go. Yep, and he he does it. I do love that Dan is almost like emotionless through this. Mm-hmm. Like right. he's just kind of like he's dead inside. More like Herbert now. Yeah. Yep. That it's all about the end goal mm-hmm. and fuck the consequences of how we get there. Relationship yep. goals <laughs> for those two. Right. So um, who is gay? That, becomes the goal. that was I thought was going to be the next question when he was like, "Let me do it." And then Herbert was going to be like, "Who is gay?" <laughs> So they're counting the seconds like they do in the first one, like and it's, it goes from one minute to three minutes and two seconds. Hi, yeah, <laughs> don't include a timing thing if you're gonna cut scenes out. Because okay, an easy fix could have been a fade to the other scene. It's literally like cut, cut, or easy fix. How much time has passed? Fifteen seconds. We cut to the fucking zombies hanging out in the front lawn. Yeah, because this is when Francesca arrives and she's getting attacked outside. And then we can come back and be like, it's been three minutes. minutes. And I would have believed that because I I was entertained for a second with zombies. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just like. But instead it goes 15 seconds. Three minutes and 15 seconds. You're like, did I have a stroke for a minute? What happened? (laughs) I blacked out for three minutes. I'm all right, though. The scene hasn't progressed. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, It's such an abrupt thing. This is. Oh, he gets the knock on the door. 
And it's the Looney Tunes box with the bat head inside of it. And we don't, yeah. Oh, 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 so so we skipped that part. So the lieutenant is zombified. He shows up to Dr. Graves and they say, fuck you, you're going to help us out. So Dr. Graves sews on bat wings onto Dr. Hill's head. So now Dr. Hill is mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's a fucking crate from Acme goddamn company, like it's fucking Wiley Coyote, on the front porch, and Herbert's like, well, clearly this is for me. And I'm pretty sure he went, whoop, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> with the box afterwards. Yeah. You know, if, it, if it's remade today, we're going to have to put Amazon on Oh, of there. course. <laughs> but that's so perfect, because he can even make a comment like, oh, fucking Dan's always ordering dumb shit. <laughs> Pull it in, and then opens it, and then Dr. Hill is in it, oh my God, and he's flying around the living room, oh my yeah, God. And he's shooting at him. And then, the bright wakes nothing. up. Oh, yeah. They just nothing. move on. Yeah, like. they move on. And honestly, I, I'm, I'm going to be that guy, but that's not possible. The head is way too heavy for fucking little bat wings to just fly around like it's nothing. Like, it, just that's put a jetpack on it and call it <laughs> Yeah, like that's just not how yeah. it works. It looks cool. It's interesting. Yeah. It's just that's not how it works. But Although I, like, I, I, enjoy, I respect the boldness of a movie to be like, well, in the first one, we explained that like he needs the blood packets in oh, order to circulate yeah, the blood so that mm-hmm. the head and brain can still work. Oh, that's true. And then shit. it was like, yeah, we got rid of that shit. And so <laughs> I was like, well, that's not possible. Oh, you think that's not possible? How about this? Fucking dragonfly wings on this fucking thing and it can still fly somehow. How do you like that? It's like, all right, whatever, Keep challenging man. me. We'll come up with more shit. There's no, there's nothing. It's just right. like following head. Yeah, and exactly. Like, ah, fuck it. it can fucking shoot lasers out of its eyes now, huh? I mean, he can do hypnosis. Is that so... fucking possible? Yeah. Fuck you. I didn't su- I'm not surprised he didn't have green lasers, but whatever. Um... She wakes up. Dan kneels for her. She's right. doing the whole she's bird a, twitching thing. I thought thing. she was a, t- a tall queen. I thought she was real tall too, but which she, would she have been fucking pencil. hysterical. Yeah. If she just like towered over them. My God, I love her. I would have been like, yes, ma'am. It's just yes, carry ma'am. me. Just you know, there's nothing wrong with having an Amazon <laughs> fetish. Just carry me to bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, we respect that here. The, then we cut, and Dan shows Herbert the bride, and this is when he gets the funny line: "She's alive." Right. Uh, like, <laughs> which I'm supposed to be is uh, she's alive right. he's alive or whatever but it, the fuck it comes but, really goofy because he him. says it so sexually like yeah. he, he has to be cool and he's she's alive because like, I was right. there yeah. I fucking like blew into her mouth when she was like <laughs> first waking up I started French I right thought away. he was like making out with her at first I'm like Jesus Dan let her give breathe give her a second man she doesn't even know the English language to give consent yet Christ <laughs> let her breathe oh wait she can't oh okay, here we go we're good oh you can breathe yeah, that's alright um, so a lot's about to go down right now. Francesca shows up. Right. Oh my God. She sees the bride. She's like, oh. <laughs> now, one thing again that I liked that I was like, oh, is this the direction we're going in? We kind of talk about Herbert West with the exception of our top or bottom discussion is somewhat asexual. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't, he's not very really lustful. He's not, you know, whatever. He, you know, seems to have a grudge feet. against women and he likes feet. But... When the bride is alive and we see Herbert first interact with her, it is very sensual. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, feeling her face and stuff like that, which, yes, is also like, hey, I made this shit and it's alive. Mm-hmm. But, again, sort of leads to that, like, oh, is this what he needs? Yeah. Like, is he just so attached from human beings other than Dan that he's like, oh, this could be my woman? Yeah, because it's weird and fucked up, and I made it. Well, yeah. she kind of rejects him. Super where, does. Whereas the bride of Frankenstein rejects Franken or the monster in the movie. Right. You can see that as she's she rejects him, Very and true. he's like, "Why are you rejecting me when I'm the one who created yeah, he's like, I you?" Fucking made you. Yeah. yeah. But Which is great. But then, like, I feel super uneven because we're gonna get to a part soon where like he's not offended, 
and then yeah. he gets super offended again. Which is like, and that's a problem. It's just that he kind of flip flops yeah, back yeah. and forward. I did think it was a little bit ironic that he's like fighting for fucking like who who made this thing, and it's like okay, but you also copied like the theme song for the right from Psycho, <laughs> Psycho and, and this is a Lovecraft story. Yeah, like, but I thought relax. it was really Let's funny. Let's talk about originality, okay? So. As so much is happening, all these zombies are attacking. They're getting away from them. They decide to hide in the basement. Um, and then the wall stuff comes down. Uh, the two girls start to fight, Bad Girls Club style. Uh, Herbert's like, my girl is stronger than your girl. Your girl about to die. Um, <laughs> and I'm over here like, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, they yeah. spill a whole bucket of glow-in-the-dark reagent. Glow, in the dark reagent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> glow, glow stick juice and everyone gets poisoned. Yeah. Um, also... This is when he uh, Herbert's like, oh, they're using tools, so he's very impressed by that. Which and, that, I love that moment because mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the zombies all hit the fucking house that they're in because Doctor Hill's making it happen. So they're all trying to break into the basement, and yeah, they've got a fire poker and they're mm-hmm. breaking through the, the yeah. door. And yeah, Herbert takes a moment to to he goes, oh my god, oh, they're using shit. tools. Yeah. yeah, that is perfect. That little fucking moment is perfect mm-hmm. because even in the face of immediate danger. Something is evolving the the theory, and Herbert's impressed. Yeah, like holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, shit's going down, and he yeah. takes a second just to like, like admire yeah, that this shit. Is great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, also Francesca's here questioning Herbert like why he did that, and this is when he got his best monologue in the oh, movie, so which it goes blasphemy before what God, a God repulsed by the miserable humanity he created in his own image. I will not be shackled by the failures of your God. The only blasphemy is to wallow in insignificance. I have taken refuse. I have taken refuse of your God failures and I have triumphed there. There is my creation. And And he says it very poetically and very well. When I tell you that Jeffrey Combs, Puts his entire pussy into that. Yeah, I does. say that with one hundred percent sincerity. That is the line where I'm like, that monologue. I'm like, that's the justification for this movie existing. If that would have been the monologue to open this movie, I was in. I was going to be in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I, it's just such a powerful scene. Everything he says is just beautiful. It's mm-hmm. it literally is poetry and. He just really does it. I just it sucks that it's at the end of the movie. We have to go through the entire movie, and I just I don't. It doesn't justify the entire movie. Like it's just great. It's a beautiful movie. You know what part of it is too? It it does justify how great Jeffrey Combs is. Yes, and for sure. And I feel like that's the consequence of that is fucking Beyond Reanimator. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because at that moment you're like, you know what? He could be the whole fucking movie. Yeah. With that monologue, you're like, it could just be him, by the way. We don't need any of this other bullshit. It could be just him. Mm-hmm. And that's how the third movie's made. It's just him. Yeah, but we need Dan in the third one. It does help. Yeah. Having Dan there really helps. And mm-hmm. I think if you had had Dan evolve, and now he's becoming more like Herbert, now where does this go? Yeah. Now mm-hmm. we've got two guys who are like, fucking morality be damned. We're figuring this out. Yeah. yeah. It could even go to the point where Dan is even going further in the deep end. Herbert West and Herbert's like, you need to like, calm the fuck down. Right. Yeah. Well, because that would be interesting. One thing that I, I, I found interesting was in that monologue, he talks about your God. Yeah. And H.P. Lovecraft always wrote about other gods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About Cthulhu and all these mm-hmm. other fucking elder gods. And there's definitely none of that in this movie. But if we were going in that route, that... Let's say the third movie. Now we're going, it's not Peru, it's not prison. Now we're going in the direction of now Dan is in the dark side. Yep. And now Herbert and Dan, they're in some other town. 
they're fucking experimenting and Herbert is still trying the nuts and bolts of science. But now Dan has found something else. He was doing other research. He's pushing boundaries that Herbert is trying to stay with, with science. But now Dan's found some old book Mm. and it's in Latin and the cover's real weird. Yeah. And it says these things about finding ways to bring people back from the dead. Army of Darkness uh, versus Reanimator. Love that comic book. But also, <laughs> the Necronomicon is also in Lovecraft stories. That would be so fucking dope. So now you've got this story of now, well, what if Herbert West is trying to people bring pe- zombies in through science, and now Dan is becoming like a necromancer and like bringing people back through other mystical that, means. And now what the fuck does that this That would be interesting. It's almost like... Herbert always seemed like the crazy guy because he's trying to do this super crazy scientific experiment. But then he's Her, Herbert doesn't understand this whole necromancing thing. He's like, why are you wasting your time on this right. bullshit? Mm-hmm. And it actually works. And he's like, OK, this is fucking Whoops. weird. Yeah, because like, he yes, he always comes across with the crazy one. But how much can you go crazy through grief? Yeah. And now Dan has lost three women. Rapid I'm sorry. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. He lost all his bitches. And so that grief draws him in to this darker world. Yeah. And now Herbert can't ever get caught up in that because he's like, grief, I don't fucking feel anything. Yeah. Other than just I'm the shit. Like yeah. that's all I feel. I'm God, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so yet again, another great idea. Just yeah, that's throwing out there. We have really a whole MCU idea. here for horror. We really do. We should make it happen. I'm telling you, requel. Um This is when Meg not Meg. Francesca kind of uh, throws sense into Dan that yeah, she's not the, real. She's like, Meg's dead. Because, yeah, yeah, Dan suddenly hits her with the line of like, look, it's Meg. And she's like, Dan, Meg's dead. Yeah. And, and that really shakes him up. Yeah, yeah. And the bride also then gets very upset. She pulls out her heart. She starts I doing love her that dance. Scene. And I think yeah. that's the point where I'm saying that, like, the reason why it's Megan's heart, where it's like, what do you what do you want me to do? And he goes, Meg's dead. Like. You're not you're not what I want. And right. she literally grabs her heart and he's like, Okay, then here's Meg. Right. Like mm-hmm. here. Like that's the you only piece of asshole. Meg that yeah. I Yeah. And I do love that scene. I think it's like it's really fucked up and morbid, but I, I do love that she literally gives him the last piece of Meg. Yep. Like that there is. Yep. Right. And he doesn't know how the fuck he feels about it either. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately this whole scene is undercut by like just this fucking nonsense going Chaos on. Game. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to like yeah, say like, the important parts. Yeah, because meanwhile, <laughs> while this fucking scene is happening, you've got the same four fucking zombies going, and yeah. busting this little hole in the door uh, during all of this. Yep. And Herbert's like opening up the wall yep. to try to like escape. And mm-hmm. as he's opening up, we get the reveal that all his creatures are back there. They're alive. All and the well. rejects, yeah. As this is happening, also the bride now starts decaying, which falling looks apart. really falling so apart, which cool. looks really cool. Um, they all escape through the wall. They all get attacked by zombies in there. Dr. Hill is in there trying to kill Wes. Um, the whole place just collapses. And I want to say something for the listeners and viewers. If it, it looks like we're just kind of going, you're kind of lost. That's exactly how it feels watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Shit so it's is just, just happening. It's and, a fucking mess. And it's just it really a disaster. Like a mess. Literally yeah. a disaster. It's not me. It's just, I, I'm trying to, this is what's important in this situation. Yeah. That, and it's just like literally, it's, this is the experience where it's just yeah. shit happens. Well, and, uh, and to go with that, so we have this amazing speech from, from West. Mm-hmm. We've got this heartfelt moment with Dan and the bride. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's trying to escape. And now Herbert's completely flipped on the monster. Yep. He goes from the speech of, I've created something that no man could think of and no woman's womb could ever create. Yeah. Which, what a fucking boss-ass line to write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then he's like, she's just parts, Dan. Fuck her. Yeah. And I'm like. Which I can, I can kind of see it as like Dan being like, well, I achieved it. Or or, I'm sorry, not Dan. Herbert being like, well, I achieved it. Now next to the next next thing. Yeah. What's the next thing I have? Yeah. Like he can just move on from an experiment after he's achieved it. No matter how great it is, is that he's never happy with it. Or if we started the ball rolling with the, the body parts are starting to be rejected. Oh, true. So if she's like reaches in and she grabs the heart and shit's starting to fall apart and West sees it as like, oh, so the the lasting time, it's only 10 minutes and then it falls apart. Yeah, All right, so, so we're not there yet. We'll so let me working. write down yeah. my notes and do more research and let's see what we can I do I actually to thought about that it. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That during that whole scene, you should see West like taking notes. Yeah, that would have been really good. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Because that's how it should be. Yeah. If we're going to flip it and be like, hey, fuck that shit, it didn't work. Because A, if you play it that way, then you can super play up the fact that, like, he doesn't give a shit about Meg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's just parts. It was parts to get you to help me. Like, yeah. I don't fucking care. Then would have would been be interesting something. if you would have said it's not even Meg's heart. So can we go? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you just got pranked. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> right. So, <sighs> yeah, the whole place does collapse. <sighs> we lose Herbert. Uh, Hill and gets Dr. collapsed Hill up too. on and he's oh, just yeah. like flapping his little wings. <laughs> Dan escapes out of the fake uh, Beetlejuice grass yeah. with the, oh, yeah. with Francesca. They hug it out. I thought it was just going to cut to black, but then we cut to the heart. I do like the way it cuts to black. We cut to Meg's heart where it's beating. It stops beating, and the movie ends. Right. Yep. And that is the brighter reanimator. That's the brighter reanimator. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. Favorite death, you think? A lot. There's a lot going on in this movie. <laughs> it's a lot. I don't know. There's it's, not really. I, <laughs> daddy of the movie. Well, Damn. no, I would say favorite death is probably the dog, which normally it would be a no. That's true. Cruelty to animals, not cool. But the fucking, the cop goes, ah, and I don't know if the prop was heavier than he was anticipating, <laughs> but he's like real off balance when he fucking makes the big twirly whirl and then throws it against the wall. And I'm like, this looks terrible. This yeah. looks really bad. Uh, and then, and it, and it really only gets the favorite because of Francesca understandably being like, oh my God, you fucking killed my dog and ripped its arm off. And Herbert's like, oh my God, that's fucking awful. Just, <laughs> like, and nobody stops him. Nobody goes, hey, Herbert, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. He's just like, oh, that's a goddamn shame. I don't know what the fuck this world's coming to. And it's like a melty pop of good moments together. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it's, it all yeah. mixes well. I do like the... Um, I mean the bride's like death scene, I guess, where she's just completely collapsing and okay. Pieces. If that counts as a death, that that has to be it for me. Yeah, I mean she dies. It yeah. does feel super like artsy. Yeah, like yeah. it suddenly feels like because I don't think this is like I think this is one of Brian Usen's like first films, if not his first film. And that scene, you really, it's like a great combination of effects and writing of just like, hey man, you really were hitting your stride here for like yeah. ten whole seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is art. I'm seeing, and unfortunately, yeah. more of the movie couldn't be like that. It has yeah. to be that one. Um, Daddy of the movie, Dan, obviously. I, Herbert. I love mm-hmm. Herbert, but Dan does really step it's his pussy true. game up. It is true. He's got the John Stamos hair. He's shirtless a lot. Uh, I guess that's true. It's just his, his moments with the girls. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> when he just like, cops eh. a feel on a lot of vagina and just says, oh, oh you're so warm. And it's oh, like, yeah. It's hey, like, that's okay. not fucking creepy or anything, Dan. Way to go. Way to seal the deal, pal. With the dying woman. You don't feel like a corpse. Oh, thank you, you fucking edgelord. I really oh, appreciate it. Jesus oh, Christ. It's so true, though. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to do the letterbox yes. or just the random reviews that we find. 
Um, so you're gonna go last, Carlos, right? Yeah, I'll go last. Okay. So Zach, do you want to go first? Sure. Are, are we doing negative or positive first? Uh, whichever you want to start. Okay. So I went on Rotten Tomatoes because I know that's okay. not one that we typically do on the show. Mm. Um, so the positive one, which is, is a super backhanded fucking positive, is um, if it lacks the intimate cohesion of the first film, despite its desire to resurrect a feeling of doomed love, it at least isn't coy about ladling out the goodies. Which is very, that's Walter Chaw from Freak Central. I know we're not supposed to do call-outs, but fucking less fucking thesaurus words, pal. Like, I get what you're trying to say, but you don't have, it's not, it's not an SAT fucking answer. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it, it doesn't, for the weird creature effects and stuff like that, it is, it does not skimp on that. So yeah, it's like, for if sure. there was a positive, it's a couple of great performance moments and then good, good, um, very true. good makeup uh, and special effects. Um, for the negative... Uh, this is by like an official person. This isn't just like some asshole. Uh, although he spells Brian Usna's name wrong. Brian Usna has replaced Stuart Gordon in the director's chair without bringing new life to the affair. Even the jokes in the Woody Keith, Rick Fry screenplay seem refried, suggesting that all too much of the bride is old and borrowed. Oh, so okay. basically just saying like they're not, there's not a lot of originality here. It's just a okay. lot of like sort yeah. of rehashing the same I ideas just, or stealing from other shit. Yeah. And I, 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 I get it. it. Yeah. I see Which I have, we, a, I have talked. a thing about that that I don't want to forget. So yeah, let's get fine. these going. Um, my bad review, which mm. I found on Letterboxd, was can't take this movie seriously with Dr. Hero's goofy ass head flying around with bat wings. <laughs> <laughs> a, valid so a valid point. A valid point. My good review, it says... Uh, this was so awesome on shrooms like it was made for it <laughs> Which, honestly, also not true also not, uh, not false not false that's true i can believe that all right my five star is i thought the title meant that we were that they were going to make herbert straight i was delightfully proven wrong yeah that's my five star <laughs> and it was written by carlos so uh, yeah. that's good i like that my bad review is they couldn't reanimate the excitement of the first film for this sequel. Yes. What a slam. My honorable mention, bad review, Herbert needs to chill, yo. Daddy, chill. That's it. That's <laughs> update that shit. So, one thing I did want to mention mm -hmm. is, so, as you pointed out, this movie borrows a lot of visual ideas from Bride of Frankenstein. Yes. Mm -hmm. Especially when the bride is brought into play. Mm -hmm. She does a lot of the same sort of mannerisms and things along those lines. Mm -hmm. But also, like Bride of Frankenstein, they saved that shit for the last fucking 10 minutes. False mm -hmm. advertisement. And I really feel like that was a disservice. Yeah. I don't know how much that actress could move around. I don't know if literally all she could do was just sort of like be angelic and gentle and kind of like, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. But you know what movie fakes that? Bride of Chucky. Very true. We get her in the we get her in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. But my point is, no, no, yeah. If there was a way, if you had an interesting story to tell, mm -hmm. I think similar to what you guys brought up earlier, if you could have that speech, I, it almost would work better as a third movie. If we did something, blah 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 blah, and then we end with, let's make a woman, and then the beginning of this one is Herbert's great speech about look what I've made, mm -hmm. and then hit the music. And then we start with the bride maid. Maybe it's Meg, like you said. Maybe it's Meg and she's not 100% herself or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now we're telling the story with the bride. That, I think, would have been really interesting. Because the look is so iconic. Mm -hmm. Like it, The look of the bride in this is really interesting. Mm -hmm. With like the 
they did they went the opposite of Bride of Frankenstein in terms of instead of wrapping up most of the body mm-hmm. and having just the sheet, the sheet is like trans it's like almost translucent. Mm-hmm. And you can see there's like plenty of open skin. She almost looks like a centibite. There's like yeah. open yeah. skin and metal holding the pieces together. Mm-hmm. In, instead it, of making her beautiful like in Bride of Frankenstein, they also they made her like into like this creature looking thing yeah. where But also met up with Dan being like, Hey, I see through it. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think if you had a really interesting story to tell, you absolutely could have justifiably had the bride at the beginning. And I yeah. think it's kind of a cop out to be like, oh, it's just like Bride of Frankenstein. Well, as we've all discussed, it, it was bullshit then and it's bullshit now. Yep. And I, I honestly thought about also where the movie starts. Maybe they're building her throughout the beginning and then maybe they start with like Meg's head. And then they try to find, like, she's alive and conscious, and they're like, okay, now we have to kind of build her, like, build your own. Like, so here's the only issue, is that's kind of Frankenhook. Oh, <laughs> really? They oh. have the girlfriend's head, and then he builds the body. Oh, okay, never okay, What if? That makes sense. You think, do you think if that monologue that Herbert made, do you think if Dan would have did it, it would have been okay? If if he delivered it as Herbert, I feel like it would have been good. Because what if, what if we do start from the hospital in the beginning? And Herbert's like, fuck this shit. This shit's stupid. And Dan is like, Dan then gives the speech because he woke up Meg. The only That's thing true. Is, the only thing is that it doesn't fit his personality because Herbert is very like, I'm doing this. Like, I'm the one that's he's the one that with the interest of playing God. And I true, just don't think Dan, but you could play it up that once you see reanimated corpses yeah. and a head trying to go down on a woman and a lot of other fucked up shit. You can be like, okay, so God's dead. Yeah. And then you can kind of play that up Dan, from there. Dan kind of turns yeah. when she dies. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, I, I think you would have to do a little bit of heavy lifting at the very beginning yeah. to make sure that it's clear yeah. that like Dan has converted. Mm-hmm. But I do think you could justify it. I don't know if it'd be as good. Because Jeffrey Combs, as I said, puts his whole pussy. No, in. no, no, no. Yeah. He kills it. He kills it. But it's also like, I would see him doing it if he was the one to wake up Meg. Oh, true. Like if that's what like I'm if saying. Someone was like, um, now if it was challenging Her- the justification, of yes, it or something like that. Yeah. If it was Herbert, like coming to him, and it's like, right. okay, I fucked up. We need to fix this. And he sees that he woke her up. Then Dan gives like, no, I, mm-hmm. I woke up the love of my life. I did with it. the yeah. speech. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it opens with the scene. But this movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, like, it does have good moments. Like, I don't want anyone to be like, okay, skip this movie. No, 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 I'm not Definitely. saying skip it. No, 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 I know. But some people be like, oh, well, he said he sucked, so let's just not watch it. Which, definitely watch it. Like, yeah. make your own opinion about it, because you might love it. Who knows? And, and like I said, there's a lot of great moments. There's um, uh, really good performances from a few actors. There's really amazing effects. Um, except for the fucking flying head. The green screen yeah, is really yeah, bad. It's terrible. It but did, does it have the magic of the first one? That's all. And that, Say, and that yeah. was going to be tough no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was going to be super tough no matter what. And we even talked about From Beyond as like another Lovecraft movie, Stuart Gordon directed. It's like almost as close to a sequel without being a sequel that yeah. you could get to Reanimator. And even that one is like, not it doesn't live up to the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't live up to Reanimator, I should say. Yeah. So right. it already had a tall order ahead mm-hmm. of it. And then in addition to that, it's kind of a mess. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think I appreciate the idea of like, oh, let's incorporate more from the original book. I get it. Super not necessary. No. Because at this point, we're already too invested in our own bullshit we've made up. So suddenly going back and going like, well, now they live in this fucking caretaker's house mm-hmm. right next to a cemetery. Okay, why? Who cares? Why did they come back? Yeah. yeah. They could have stayed in Peru. Now, 
if the issue was we're in Peru and whoopsie daisy daddy's out of juice and well the only place I can make it is back at the university mm-hmm. okay now we've got motivation yeah but just being like well we came to Peru to get us out of jail free and yep. now the story takes place back in home so we're going home yeah it's just okay. like it, it just definitely just has a lot of issues with the script direction and everything it and feels a lack of confidence is yeah, what it feels like yes. mm-hmm. it feels like we need to justify a sequel so let's take more elements from the book which in what you should have done is just step on the gas in terms of this new world that you've made mm-hmm. yeah. we've already got the characters established if you're bringing back Herbert great if not fine keep going yep. yeah. we, we're, we're building the plane as we're flying mm-hmm. keep going don't come back and say well now it's going to be more like the book yeah, yeah. It's a, it's one of those things that I feel also they're like, well, the first one was crazy, so how can we make it even crazier? But 100%. it's like the first one is crazy, but it has order to it. Right. It's not chaotic. It's so tight. We yeah. talked about it before. That movie is edited so tightly, yeah. and this one feels all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah. and that's the problem. So mm-hmm. better luck next time. Hopefully, I I told Carlos I want a 2013 Evil Dead remake of Reanimator. I feel like that would be fucking sick. Where it's like straight up horror, make it as crazy as possible. Like, and I feel like. It could work really well, mm-hmm. but it's just I don't know how. I don't want to see anyone else as Herbert West. Yeah, Jeffrey so <laughs> old as shit. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I I would absolutely watch that. He could have an apprentice. True. True. A young son one. of Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I could absolutely. I would be on board with with a straightforward, very horror centric Reanimator. But if you did a remake of Reanimator and we're talking, it's like Psycho Gorman, where like we're getting real weird with it and it's more of a comedy, Yeah, I would also be okay with That's that. That's very true. I would also be okay with yeah. that. Because that first one could go either way. It just yeah. needs to be done right. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. Either way, it needs absolutely. to be done right. It has to be done with love, has to be done with a lot of confidence and mm-hmm. hopefully a lot of money. Yep. Yes. Jeffrey Combs going to produce it. But, you know. Well, we should have you back for the third one. Oh, yeah. No. The, no. <laughs> He's actually no. We, well, it. there's an episode. Perfect segue. There's an episode of Frightful Failures where uh, my co-host Tian Guignol and I went through Beyond Reanimator, and it's so fucking bad. No, I know. It's so bad. I can't. I haven't finished it. I, have to, I can't finish. It's been like a week, and I still haven't finished it. <laughs> it's like watching like five minutes at a time. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. But that's pretty much the episode. Mm-hmm. I do, Zach. Promote everything okay. that you have. Yeah. Thank you. Shameless, whatever. Thank Please you. do it. So first of all, thank you both for having me on. This was amazing. Like I said, almost been 10 years since the last time I watched Bride of Reanimator. That's and crazy. So oh. it, I, I'm glad I got to rewatch it with the both of you. Thank yeah, you. Sure. Um, You're welcome, so, by the way. So, <laughs> so Thank you for making me relevant. Um, so... Yeah, so uh, Brainbuster Video is, is the VHS company that I own and I'm <laughs> doing illegally. Um, these wonderful boys have helped support me since day one. Uh, they've uh, got their own picks. They're the reason why I do a reanimator uh, tape. And uh, so, yeah, Brainbuster video on Instagram uh, or on Etsy for as long as that'll last before I get shut down. And uh, yeah, amazing little throwbacks to nostalgic VHS runs of new and contemporary films. Yep. And uh, so that's part one. Part two is Frightful Failures. Uh, that is a podcast that I co-host. Uh, we do the, the, the structure, much like Ride of Reanimator, the structure, a little shaky, but <laughs> typically we will watch uh, two films, we will compare and contrast them, and then we pitch our ideas on how to fix them. Yeah. And so... It's uh, really funny, y'all. It's very ridiculous. It's on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. uh, Frightful Failures, and uh, and yeah, Carlos is, has been... I, it does fill my heart with joy when you like message me something specifically. You're like, I can't fucking believe this movie. And I'm like, ah, you're watching, you're listening. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, on SoundCloud, Frightful Failures... 
uh, Brainbuster video, and uh, and I don't know B Movie TV. If you've got a Roku, I'm on that uh, doing old reviews and shit like that. And B Movie TV is a great Roku channel. Just oh, a yeah. lot of hot garbage. I have a, I have a Roku. So, so good. You better download that shit. Yeah, I need to. Um, but yeah, that's it. Thanks, thanks, fellas. I really appreciate being you're on the welcome. show. Thank you for coming. Really, it's yeah, it, so. it, you're the nicest guy. Like yeah, you're, you're fantastic. So you. thank just you. Just so remember much. that when you look at your rag in your kitchen and it's covered in this bullshit, I made a mess. <laughs> just remember how fucking nice I am. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, one of those needles is for you. Oh, thank you. I'll shoot it up on the way home. Yeah. So <laughs> I also have a gift for you. Oh yeah. my god. So he's gonna co- he's gonna cosplay it's as Herbert and let me fuck him. So here you go. Oh, okay. This is for, you know, just being you for and you. always helping us out. And for thank you for coming. So yes, baby, it's, I'm legit. I went to the Whore Daddy's podcast and I got a lousy shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will wear the shit out of that. Thank yeah. you, fellas. Yeah, for sure. for sure. You know, thank you so much for coming. We really do appreciate it. Of course. This was a blast. I really appreciate and it. And if you ever want to have us on your podcast. <sighs> sure we absolutely can um we'll figure out some shitty movies to talk about and uh and uh fix yeah like we did here we had some really good pitches here. we really did i know we should wear a tuxedo next time i wish they would exist because i would go watch them right Right, yeah well we'll keep pitching somebody will steal our idea i'll go hey god damn it yeah we we said it first it's trademark so i better get a a cut (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's the episode yep and remember there there is my creature. Poor daddy. Save your dreams.